Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. You, <laughs> a major. What's that going so? What's that going on? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Manchester Podcast. Because you've lost everything. Look, man, the only thing that happened was my internet went down, at least according to everyone in the house. But this this light that I have over here, it, it flickered. Like my screen was doing crazy shit, like the power was going out or something. I don't know. Yeah. But nothing else. Every weird, other room bro. was fine. But we're good. We're live for now. So what's going on? <laughs> not much, man. Not much. What's going on, brother? Obviously, today's a very special day. Um, it's Mother's Day. It is what May tenth, right? So it's always like the second Sunday in May. Yeah. Is what I'm um, same day. So obviously, neither of us could be with our moms. You know what I mean? Quarantine. My mom and my stepfather are you know, compromised, and my wife's getting over a cold. So you know what I mean? We had to we had to play it as safe as possible. Right. Luckily, I already got my mom a gift. But what's it like? Um, being away from moms during Mother's Day, bro. It's always weird, right? Especially like growing up in a single parent household, quote unquote. You know what I mean? For the most part. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, my mom divorced my stepdad when I was thirteen, so it's it's me and her and us, you know, growing up pretty much. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it's. I guess it's strange, but I've been away from home for a long time. You know, I go home when I can. Yep. So for me, it's yep. more like the norm, uh, kind of being away from home. Mm-hmm. I was in Korea for four straight years. I was uh, deployed during one Mother's Day. I was in Washington State, so I I don't get to see her on Mother's Day regularly. You know, like you guys, you and your your mom, you guys are in Florida, so you could always yep. drive. I'm not yep. sure how far you guys live from each other, but mm-hmm. it's it's an easier trip for you. So it's yep. kind of normal for me. Unfortunately, I had th- that I say that it's normal to like not be around my mom, but that's, yeah. that's, that's what it is. But I got to call her. We did a WhatsApp uh, call and we talked for a while. And um, so, I mean, that was nice to, to get to talk to her. Yeah. I called my mom. I, I mean, I got her an air fryer uh, last week. I wanted to make sure I got there on time just because, you, you know, what I mean, Amazon Prime, Amazon is getting overwhelmed with orders. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure she got her gift early and got it on time. And she's used it like every day. So I'm happy about that. Uh, I'll be seeing her next weekend. And it's, it was just, you know what I mean? It was just too many moving parts. And it sucks. You know what I mean? It's, I think it's the first Mother's Day that, I, that I'm home since I came from the Army that I don't see her. So it's it's a little strange. But, I mean, you got, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's I guess these are like the sacrifices with a new norm. You know, can't, can't risk that, like, I might be asymptomatic with the flu and then I give it to them yeah. and my mom and my stuff. You know what I mean? For them, it's, they're older. It's going to be a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. So. Because we we did a we did get a COVID nineteen tested last week, and I, I don't think we talked about that because it was like the day after um, we did our podcast. Son, let me tell you that shit hurts when they put those cotton swabs into your nasal cavity, into your brainstem. It hurts, bro. It it is uncomfortable. It is pressure. Huh. I don't I don't recommend it for anybody. 
No, I, yeah. I believe it. I, I remember doing something similar. I mean, it wasn't, but but I remember it was like a, a combat lifesaver or a, a course uh, during pre-deployment, some training. And it right. was like a, it was a flexible tube. And uh, I didn't have to do it. But while we we're going through the course, they asked for volunteers. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. As long as I can get, I get to put that shit down someone else's face, then then I'll be okay. Yeah. And uh, it was a uh, a strange feeling. <laughs> we'll just say that. And you know, yeah. the tube was I don't know how long yeah. it was, and they just put it down into your nasal cavity, and um, yeah, it, it's you know, what can you do? You do what you got to do, right? Not volunteer yeah, for it, obviously, but the hardest. But but you had to take the. No, that, test, was so. that was stupid. That was. You know? Yeah. I, well, I had to do it because of work. Because a lot of my my facilities are requiring it. You know, working as a, as, a, as a medical professional. Yeah. But it was weird. Like the whole the whole time, I'm thinking because like I knew I had seen a video, right? Mm-hmm. But what I didn't know, I knew I knew that was gonna happen. What I didn't know was that they put it into both nostrils. I thought they only put it into one. I was like, all right, that won't be that bad. Woo. So yeah. like the first one, because you don't expect, you don't know what it's gonna feel like. So they put that in there. I was like, okay, this. And the whole time I'm thinking, don't sneeze. You know what I mean? Because like they're taking like that's because like that's why you sneeze. You you have like germs and shit, like or you have some kind of dust or something in your nose, and your natural inclination is to sneeze. Right. So it's like, yo, if I sneeze, this fucking Q-tip, it's fucking stay there. <laughs> ten inches long. Yeah, it's gonna break off, and I gotta then we gotta go to the yard. Like this whole scenario played out in my head that didn't happen. Right? It's one of those things where I just like a, a two second daydream. Yeah. Or like all this shit happened. It was like the end of the world. I got a, I got a fucking cotton swab in my nose and it's a wrap. But dude, it was fucking terrible. Somebody got something to say? You looking down at your phone? Yeah, no. It, Mel, Mel's watching, and uh, she said we have a joke that okay. we got a, we got a ghost in the house because we hear stuff, and then we go look and there's nothing. Oh, nothing sure. there. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, it was probably the ghost that flipped the switch on the inner or on your lights because nothing else happened in any other room. So yeah. It is, what uh, it is. We we have my we have we definitely have a ghost in this house. Yeah. Like when you come down to see my house, like I have a I have a side of my house that like I'm, I don't give a fuck about looking. Like, I I don't like going to at night. Mm-hmm. Like because so my house is like a it's like almost like a quad split, right? Yeah. So like I have the master in the front, uh, bedroom behind the uh, my second bathroom, and then on the other side of the house, it's it's two bedrooms and a bathroom, right? But that has like a whole separate locked door. It's almost like an efficiency. If, mm-hmm. Thinking of efficiency that's still attached to the house type of thing. So okay. at night, during the day, no noise, bro. No noise at all. Nothing, not a, not a creak. At night, as soon as the sun starts setting, you hear like clack, clack, click. And then my wife, and then Melanie goes, oh, it's the, it was the refrigerator. I was like, that's the same refrigerator we've had all day, right? Because we have two refrigerators. Uh-huh. We, that's the same refrigerator we've had in this house for two years. Why does it only make noise at night? Oh, it's the right. I've always, I've never understood this. Oh, that's the house settling in. This house has been here for twenty five years. Yeah. How long does it take to settle? <laughs> like, what, I mean, you know, if you got, you got that Florida it. sand, it's 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 constantly moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's constantly moving. Like this, this this motherfucker house needs to needs to relax. It's settled. It's not moving. It's not, I'm not picking this house up. It's always weird, bro. Matt, so but yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Before we, we jump off, topic. go back to the Mother's Day shit. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting we we always do that. Um, look, I, it's it's weird, right? Because um, my mom, like, I don't have any any grandparents anymore, right? So my mom lost 
we lost our grand my grandma seven years ago. So that's always a tough time for her, you know what I mean? And so I always try to make sure to try to be around her. So I wanted to make sure she at least had a gift. Right. So it's never it's moms are the most invaluable, important uh person we ever have. They're our first role models, you know what I mean? I wanna they're our first role models, they're the first people that, that show us how to do anything, you know what I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean? I don't most of my friends, I don't think I only have one friend that had that both parents raised him like his entire life. You know what I mean? And it's it's strange when you when you lose a parent and it's strange when you don't have those moments with those parents. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so I just wanna as from the pot from the Manchester podcast and from Ben and Jonathan Vallejo, we just want to thank all mothers out there, man. You guys do an amazing job. I don't know how you guys do it sometimes because there was days when my mom didn't have enough to feed both of us. John, you and I grew up pretty, you know what I mean, pretty similar. Yeah. Chris ate more, you know what I mean? Chris ate more than you. He that's got he got the fair share. Yeah, that's why you were and you ran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, what moms do and what moms continue to do is is a gift, man. We thank you very much. There's nothing ever anything anybody can ever say. Uh you guys are the realest heroes, bro. So thank you. We love you. And I mean, that's I feel like that's all we needed to say because we've we've already talked to our moms. It's just to other moms out there that yeah. might listen to this show. Absolutely. Yeah. We're definitely a pro mom podcast. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, imagine, happy imagine. Mother's Day to everyone. Um let me let me throw that rundown mm-hmm. on here. So that this this will keep Benjamin honest. So we stay on track. So we got a couple of things yeah. we want to talk about. Uh-huh. You guys can see them on screen. Uh, Mother's mm-hmm. Day, uh, obviously the big one, big day today. Um, last night was another uh, night that we were looking another forward night. to. At some point, maybe not so much this these this round of fights because it it changed because of yeah. COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, yeah, we got a couple of things. Somebody's got a real strong marriage? Question mark. Uh, talk I can't about, wait! Can't wait to hear this. Talk again. about my dream killers. Um, yeah, part two. Part two. We yeah. got some some crazy dude in Florida going around the beach dressed up as a Grim Reaper. And uh, first of all, it's way too hot for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how he's doing it. And uh, what's going on with them cops no. in Georgia, man? So. That, that's Dude, what we're I, gonna hit. You let yeah. me know which one we we tackle first. There's no particular order. I mean, I feel like let's go. I don't because I don't want to do. Let's let's break up. Let's put Dream Killers in between the Grim Reaper. Well, the Grim Reaper is a funny story too. Okay. Let's end it with the with the Georgia cops and the whole Georgia DA shit. Let's go to Strong Marriage, bro. I think I think the people need to hear. The people need to hear about. <laughs> Of your strong marriage? This... No, no, no. This isn't. Oh, no, this it's isn't my strong me, marriage. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, before yeah, before we get into this, and uh, Mel says thanks for the heads up about you and, and and the ghost in the house, since we're planning on staying with you, so we're gonna have to find a hotel yeah. now. But uh, I know yeah. we'll we'll sage. we'll sage. We'll, sage. we'll take care of that. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll get some holy water and stage. spray. Spray holy water in you know corners of the house. Um, dude, there's been, I think I, there's been some strange, not like I, nothing overall strange, just weird noises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I haven't seen anything, nothing out of like the corner of my eye or anything like that. But there's been some moments where you're like, I don't know, maybe just the other side of the house just feels strange, bro. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like it's just something. 
it's not quite the honeymoon that we had where I literally had a ghost in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. That wasn't quite that, but it was something. But yeah. So tell me about this uh this great conversation that you had um <laughs> with your wife. Let me let me look over. <laughs> I don't know if she can hear me. Well, she's she's watching the show anyway. So well, she, was, she hears me or she's got it on her phone. So Anyway, she was part of the conversation. Look, I, I think we were scroll. She was scrolling through Facebook or something. I, I don't even remember what it was. It was a, it was a, something that she uh-huh. noticed that it wasn't about us, and um, she made a comment about some dude having a pretty face or being a pretty boy, and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And then we were, we started talking about some of our old pictures. Like there was a picture when I was a lot younger, or like fourteen, fifteen years ago. So I was like twenty one, twenty twenty one. And uh, she goes, oh, yeah, I remember. It's like, you you used to have a nice face, too. You used to be a pretty boy when I met you. I was like, oh. I was like, well, I was like, well, I was like a pretty boy. I was like, come on now. She's like, do you prefer handsome? I was like, yeah, handsome mm-hmm. is better. Come on. I was like, Does, I mean, I was like, yeah, I don't pretty. think pretty boys have beards anyway. She's like, well, okay, so maybe you're not a pretty boy anymore, but, you know, we'll leave it at handsome. I was like, all right, all right, so we're at handsome. Uh, and so I was okay with that. I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad that you think your husband is handsome. Yeah. At least that's what you're supposed to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then absolutely. she, yeah, yeah. So, so she's like, "What do you think? I never let you do any of this crazy shit. You want to go on your mountain bike, and you want to go skydiving, and you bungee jumping, and all this other stuff, jumping off cliffs or whatever you want to do." And, and I always told you know, hey, you got a family, you got kids. It's like the main, the bottom line is because you know, don't don't let anything happen to the face. That that's all I care about. <laughs> and uh, I was that's like, it. oh, just the face. I was like, is that is that the only thing that's holding us together? And she she just gives me like a shrug, like like pretty much. So I basically, thought, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. So I thought we had a, a strong, <laughs> loving marriage of yeah. full of trust and understanding. And it turns out that I'm just another piece of me. I'm just uh, open communication. Yeah, no, I'm just another yeah. pretty face, apparently, and not so pretty really anymore. I'm just kind of like just barely hanging on. So she doesn't want to lose that. Yeah, you've been. You've been completely objectified as a man, and it's and it's, and it's honestly very irresponsible. I mean, there's there's got to be more to a marriage than just being a pretty face. You know what I mean? That's that's absurd that you've that you've been uh, degraded in such a way, John. Yeah. You should you should write like a a memoir or a blog about it. A blog, a blog post. When my wife called me. Or, or talk about it a on blog. the podcast. My wife called me pretty. <laughs> my wife called me. My wife pretty. called me pretty. I'm not sure how to. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a headline, bro. Uh, nah, like that's that's funny. And I, I was, dude, you were think about how different. If you ever go back and look at pictures from like 14, 15 years ago, like because mm-hmm. you were full on army, all right? Because that's how you that's how you and your wife met. Yeah, full on army. So you were in the best shape of your life. You were young. Injuries weren't a fucking factor. You didn't give a shit about anything. No, totally different person, right? There's no way you could have that same conversation with her and. In the in reverse, right? Like that conversation doesn't end the same with just like you laughing it off. If you go, hey, look, if you ever, if you, if, no. thank God you look no. the way you look. Uh, <laughs> that conversation ends with not, me getting papers being served for sure. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Like this, it's a huge fight. Like, oh, really? Is that all I am? It becomes a whole. There's a whole lot of like neck twisting and <laughs> and pointing and shit. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, a lot of neck movements that I probably I'm like, where what? Where is that coming from? Yeah, exactly. It just becomes a totally different situation. It is, it's crazy. I was actually having, I guess, a, 
I was actually having a similar similar conversation with my wife earlier. Not not about that, but we're talking about like the whole this is a, a whole like Adele conspiracy thing. Uh-huh. Like people like having issues with the fact that Adele lost weight. And I was like, I, you know what I mean? It's just, have you seen that shit? Like, I, I, I see don't, Twitter like, losing I their have, mind. You know, like uh, body content, body positivity, Twitter, whatever you want to call them. I don't like. We have a wife and I have a difference of opinion. We kind of got into it. We we often do with with these type of things. Mm-hmm. Like I have an issue with like, and I'm I have an issue with like the Kardashians. I'm, I'm not trying to go too far into this because we have a bunch of other topics to cover. It's for. Not on the topic. Like, I have I have okay. an issue with like the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the like Kardashian shit. Like what they've done to to change body the the body perspective of women, mm-hmm. and because they have all the money to fund their bodies, basically, and, mm-hmm. and that's how they, they monetize their look, right? Yeah. And I get like the represent, and I go on the sort of side like the representation of human bodies. Like I was just coming at it from a purely medical standpoint, right? Like I was like being being overweight, you know what I mean? Which which I am leads to a lot more medical issues. Like it's right. purely, it, you know what I mean? That, that's what I'm talking about. It's healthy, but like oh, but representation matters. I was like a hundred percent. No woman looks the same. No woman looks like no man or woman looks the same when you put them next to each other. We all have different bodies and all that stuff. Yes. But like the 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 screenshot of the article that she showed me was like Adele's weight loss. Something like Adele's weight loss mm-hmm. offended me. And I was like that, but that that has nothing like that has nothing to do with it. Like we don't know why Adele lost weight. What if Adele had a health risk? What if you know what I mean? What if she wants to be, you know what I mean? Like all these other underlying things, where it's your what you're doing, right? This is what what that per, that editor is doing is basically just judging Adele on on skin deep. You know what I mean? Not not digging right. any deeper as to why she she's having to lose weight. Look, man, nobody's. I'm dude. I'm. I've talked about it on the party. I'm six foot two, three hundred and ten, three hundred and fifteen pounds. I haven't weighed myself in a couple of days, so I don't know how much I weigh. Haven't been eating. I don't eat the greatest, so I'm never gonna be that guy like yo. But I'm also realistic to like the fact that my size hinders me from doing certain things. Like I can't make the bike jumps that other people can make. I, I'm realistic. You know what I mean? I'm realistic to my situation. And obviously, for women, it's a thousand times different because they don't get judged the same. Like you have in, in Hollywood and. Like you have actors that are in their fifties and sixties still being stuntmen and sex, you know what I mean, and yeah. sex icons. When a woman o- over forty starts becoming like a grandmother in TV and film, you know what I mean. I get yeah. that. Yo, man, Philip brought up a good point because he's watching, and he says, "Fat no, he or fat or trim, your head is the same size." How do you do that? Yes, it's honestly, it's a. Here's what's fucked up. Philip knew me when I was in the best shape of my life. He says he's got a picture just, of we, you at like, two forty, we by the way. Yeah, son. I, I have I, actually. I was lighter than that when we first. Met. I was probably probably almost a hundred pounds ago, bro. Fuck, like two. I think out of boot camp, at my best weight, I was two twenty three, two twenty four, mm-hmm. right? And bro, I looked sick, but my head did not change size. Like my head looked exactly like this. Like my cheeks were a little bit more sunken in, yeah. but my dome. But like this is this is just what it is, bro. But what, yeah, like, we, there's a there's a picture of me right? wearing it's well established. That's the same head you had when, yeah. when you were what five years old in that picture More. that we showed. Yeah, yeah, all head, all head, bro. I, this has not changed at all. A hundred percent. This has been, dude. I have a. There's a picture that I took with my boy Verdery, uh, my boy Murray. Right, we were uh, uh, on a detail together. We were drinking at my boy Higgins' house, and I'm wearing a G Unit hat, and it's an all white hat. It looks like I'm wearing a blanket on my head because it looks like there's so much material in that hat. Uh-huh. It's absurd, bro. 
Philip knows. He was there. He took the picture, and it was like an actual picture, like a, like a, a film picture. Those yeah, was before cell phones were like camera phones. Yeah, man. Look, talking about this whole Adele thing, um, I, we I didn't even think we were gonna talk about it. I'm gonna say it right now, I body shame it's, my kids in, in person, in, in private. Of course. No, and, and I, the, yeah. I don't do it yeah. to be an asshole, right? And I don't do it because, hey, look, you gotta be like this Instagram trainer who's got a 18 right. pack or whatever. And and mm-hmm. and and my, you know, Mel and I, she's like, where, where are you going to the? Where are you working out all the time? Who are you trying to look good for? And uh, I joked, I'm like, hey, look, yeah. in case you leave me, I got to look like a lightly used BMW 3 Series instead of some beat up piece of crap Ford. So I got I to gotta stay ready. <laughs> but it, but the truth is that, you know, I, before the Army, before cross country, I was always playing sports. I was always uh, just yep. doing something to stay fit. Man, I grew up in a Puerto Rican household with my, my stepdad and, and his mom. And like, it was delicious food, but they would feed me way too much. If I didn't play sports year round, I I, I would have blown up for sure. And yep, uh, yep. so that's what I and told my sure, kids. which would have been worse. Exactly. So I would be like vertically yep. challenged and then horizontally challenged. Yep. It's, it wouldn't be a good look. Yep. Uh, but that's the thing that I told the kids, right? I was like, hey, look, you don't want to, you don't be overweight because then it starts to mess with your health. And then after a while, then it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, your energy and then your joints and all the extra weight you got to carry. And then now you got to buy bigger size clothes, even though you're, 27 and you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be growing anymore you know like it's it, it just one thing after the other i was like you know i, and I tell him I was like look don't make fun of big people and make fun of anyone that's overweight uh some people really can't control it uh they have other underlying issues yeah. and it just that's what it is and then javi uh said you know he, he was telling me a joke um i i i don't know yeah he, he told me a joke the other day about uh some guy went to the doctor who was uh you know, overweight or, you know, some, something mm. with, I don't know if it was diabetes or overweight. And, and, uh, he said, you know, I can't, I can't help it. It runs in the family. And this is an old joke, right? And the doctor's like, no, it doesn't nobody, run in the family. Nobody runs in, your nobody family. Runs in the family. And I was like, <laughs> and so I, I, yeah. So I was like, Hey, I mean, there are the majority of us can help it. We can choose to lead a healthier lifestyle yep. to, to eat better. Mm. Because I used to be that guy that would just be like, hey, I run seven miles, six miles a day, so I can eat whatever the hell I want. Yeah. But you know what? I, I started learning in my mid-20s when I was a recruiter. It's like, you can't eat everything you want. At some point, you're, you're putting no. crap in your body and you got to take care of yourself because what you eat is more important than all the exercise you're doing. So, you know, a lot of people have issues with Adele and doing all that stuff and, and losing the weight. And, and maybe she lost it because she just wanted to... Like, what's wrong with her wanting to feel better about how she looks? Like, that, that extra weight couldn't be helping yeah. her. You know, it it's not going to affect how she sings. She's she's going to be a great singer. But exactly. it's just, I think it's, if it's not due to a health issue that she lost weight because she was, you know, really sick, then good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, and what, what I don't, and look, <clears throat> obviously, look, we're two men. You know what I mean? One, you're obviously you're in way better shape than I am. You know what I mean? We're, we two, we're, we're two men that have, that have, that will never see things the way women see things and how, and how they're uh, commercialized and the propaganda behind it and all that other shit. That's, that's not at all what we can't ever discuss that realistically because then we just, we're giving bullshit opinions, right? Because we have yeah. no information at all besides the shit we hear on the internet or shit we read. Yeah, dude, look at that hat. It's the same Damn. size, bro. Look at how skinny I was, son. 
Look at that. That was me, Finn. That was a that was a Finn, Finn, <laughs> Finn gorgeous right there, bro. Thank you for that, Philip. That was that was a, a Nietzsche shirt, which I used to pronounce a nice. A nice, a, a nice shirt. A nice. I remember yeah. that shit. Yeah. It's actually it's actually NYC, but I'd call it a Nietzsche. But um, and my G Unit hat. I was in one G Unit. I think those G Unit was out, and I probably had my Sean Carter's on my feet because uh, Sean Carter. Jay Z had a deal with Reebok at the time. All yeah. whites, they were nice, but uh, but yeah, dude. Like I listen that I get, I understand the representation of it, right? But it shouldn't. You shouldn't then reverse body shame. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about the media. Like women can, like women yeah. have a totally different. Again, like you know what I mean? Like, but for the headline to be like, I'm offended. Like you shouldn't be. Like we don't know why Adele had to lose weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you really look at and I was talking to my wife about it, I was like, if and if you look at the pictures of Adele throughout the year, she's actually been consistently getting smaller. You know what I mean? Besides when she was pregnant, you know what I mean? So like she was really heavy at 19 when her first album came out. But then, you know what I mean? And as she's gotten older, she's started losing more and more weight. Yeah. Because you don't I mean, you don't hear like as a big as a as a as an overweight person, like there's a lot of negative self talk that you that you do to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't hear the insecurity that that's going around in Adele's head for her to feel want to feel better about herself. Look, the weight loss might not make her feel better about herself, right? Because I've been look, there's a picture right there. Like even when I was at my lightest, I still had uh same insecurity, same negative self talk. And then I like I felt I honestly felt more uncomfortable at a lighter weight than I do at a, at my heavier weight. Like mentally, right? Like physically, best shape of my life. Like I was running fucking 11, 40, 11, 12 minute miles, crushing the shit, right? And I was still 230, 240. You know what I mean? Flying. Because, you know, some people are just going to be building. I could see my, like, my fucking ribs, my collarbones, and I felt more uncomfortable at that weight. Have, being, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable physically at this weight, but mentally, I feel, I feel in a better space. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stuff that goes into that shit. So, like, for her to be attacked when you know what I mean, she's trying to, she wants to feel better about herself, mm-hmm. and for her to be attacked, I, I felt is unfair. But it, you know what I mean. But again, it goes back to what my wife was, was like: it's because the unrealistic expectations that the Kardashians and the IG models give to these young girls and women that I can see why they feel I have they have an issue with that, and I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I understand it, but. I don't. I don't know how her losing weight is offensive to some. You know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And my wife agreed with that. Like, yeah, it's not offensive, but it's the unrealistic uh, expectations. Yeah, no, and, and, and but that goes back to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I was just I gonna haven't... say that goes back to your wife <laughs> uh-huh. sexualizing your face. So, like, if you ever, Sexual if you ever lose weight face. or get out of shape, she's leaving you. <laughs> then she sexualized <laughs> your face. Did, did, she did. did, did she's like, you better keep that bitch pretty. Did, did the show just <laughs> turn into like MA seventeen? Sexualizing my face. <laughs> Are we gonna have to get a an approval that, rating from from some governing body right now? I'm gonna be honest. I'm glad. I don't think there's any children besides your son on my. Oh shit! Look, I'm getting as, uh, I'm getting shit from Mary Riley right now, because uh, I I wasn't gonna get to it, Mary. Okay, I wasn't gonna get to it, but I I needed to let Benjamin finish his wrong. point. She says uh she says you assholes are always judging us. <laughs> That's what she said. I was gonna, I was gonna mention the comment, but I wanted yeah. you to finish your point. A woman wrote that article, though. Well, that's what I'm. saying. A want, woman wrote that article. Yeah, that's why I wanted to let you finish your point. How you were essentially agreeing yeah. with what she's saying, yeah. even though she, you know agreeing with with the fact that yeah, people are objectifying women, 
and uh but she wanted to yes. call us assholes or men in general anyway so there you go mary not ignoring you um not at all no but so uh, one last thing i have to say because i'm all the whole body positivity movement i get it you know because there's a lot of bullying with people that are over or underweight one one or the other it's not just you know, right. mostly overweight but Absolutely. you know other people that are that are really skinny um Mm-hmm. But I see a problem with with that where we we, we want to say oh just let them be comfortable with their body let them be comfortable. I'm like look you don't have to look like her da- like the Kardashians or like these Instagram models male or female. But lead a healthy lifestyle. Go out and try to eat right. Be active. Try right? to exercise and be active. Don't just yeah. like just lay there and not do a damn thing and just say I love my body. That's not healthy. That's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your family members. It's just not really healthy for anyone. It might be good for your mental space but like if you're not doing anything like not to try to look like the kardashians but just to be active and and lead a healthy lifestyle i think that's that's a problem that's an issue and that's what i try to tell my kids i'm like look you don't have to look like this guy or the other guy i'm not i'm not lifting because i'm I'm trying to look like a a specific body type or someone that that i look up to or idolize no i just do it because that's who i've been i try to stay healthy i like to do active things and run and, and for that you need to to be healthy and especially when hobby was, you know, I want to be around for my kids. I want to be around for my, and if they decide yep. to have kids, I want to be around for my grandkids and I want to be able to chase them and run around just like I did when, when Tony and hobby were small, I want to be able to do all that stuff. And your body, your body as you get older has enough issues that it's going to have normally, right? You don't want to then compound, compound that with, you know what I mean? A sedentary lifestyle where you're right. just complacent and stuff like that. Like, look, I get it. You know what I mean, I eat. Look, I'm very honest about who I, I'm, I eat. Like shit, right? Like I, I try to, I try to somehow balance that out with uh, riding my bike, being active, working out, which I can't do as much anymore when I hurt my arm. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's that's like when I try to walk my dog. I try to walk my dog like three, three miles, four miles a day. That's basically what it is to like the mailbox and and a lap before you get to my my property. Right. You know I mean, just try to do things like that. It's like I. I yeah I, I get you with with the whole like body positivity thing right like I understand being positive I understand because but the thing is body positivity is a mindset right like it's not like you can feel comfortable but it, it doesn't have to then be because if you could be as positive minded as you want but being overweight still causes issues like it causes issues for me like I have I have my 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 blood pressure is slightly elevated you know what I mean it, it run like like joke that you said like. With like that, how you said it, it, it runs in my family. I have a history of high blood pressure and strokes and shit like that. I mean, being heavier leads me, you know, what I mean, puts me at a higher risk. You know what I mean? Right. And then there's there's a bunch of again, all these are purely medical reasons. It's not it's not a perspective on how you should look or feel about yourself. These are just medical truths. And yes, there are underweight people. There are people who are lighter and work out all the time that still get kidney stones, still have hypertension, so so die of heart attacks, still get uh. So they'll have strokes, they'll break bones. All that is true. Yeah. But the percentages lie and the stats go that the heavier you are, the more issues you're gonna have. That's right. it. That's it. I, I didn't understand. I thought I thought it would be like applauded. Not that she lost weight, that like that, you know what I mean? She's oh, she's going through a divorce. It's it's a challenging time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She's trying to do things to, that make her feel better. And I mean, what what relieves more stress besides working out, bro? Like you know what I mean? When uh, I imagine divorce, and I think she has to give her ex-husband like half of her money because they didn't have a prenup, you know, which she did nothing fucking for. 
which is a whole nother set of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and she he gets half. And I mean, that's gotta be super stressful. Imagine if you're going through that shit. Imagine you're worth four hundred million, right? And you and your your wife does nothing, right? Like not not Mel, just put her out completely different situation. Yeah, in general, yeah, right. And then she gets to take Yeah, she gets to take half. And of course you're gonna be in the fucking gym. I'd be in the gym every second of every day to like not kill this bitch that's about to take half right. because she just feels like you know what I mean? Male or female, who gives a fuck? Like that's crazy. I'd be in the gym fucking I'd be squatting the entire gym. The entire fuck I'd lift the whole building up. Like yo, fuck this shit. So um yeah. Look, that's crazy. I I think I think we covered uh what is going on. Look, I'm I Somebody's been day drinking. So Mary, uh, oh, Philip says, do you think the military gives you a better or skewed perspective on the subject, on this subject? Uh, I think, I mean, you have to I meet mean, certain I never weight standards in the military. Numbers. I never fit them. Like I, I, I was always, I was always BMI. Like I was you always under up until the end when I was like, I'm getting out. Yeah, I always had to get tape because I was like, I'm 6'2", so I had to be like 198, so I've never touched 200. I don't remember the last, like, then, like, the lightest I was was 217, like, three weeks before, because AIT was, because it was all one station, like, AIT, I think it was like three weeks before I left AIT, on my way to Hawaii, was like 217, the lightest I ever was, so that's, you know what I mean, or that I've been. So even then, I'm 20 pounds over, so I had to get taped forever. But I was still passing every. I never failed the PT test that I actually took. Was like I did do. Pro, I did have profiles and permanent. I did have a permanent profile towards the end because mm-hmm. of my fucking my knee was fucked. But right. you know what I mean. Like it doesn't give me a skewed perspective. Like it. It also. It what it does honestly with the, as far as the military, it shows that my body can do more than I thought it could. That's you know what I mean because you're pushed to these levels that because you're always pushed. Even working out alone, right? You're pushed to your comfort zone. Right. When you're running at somebody else's pace, or when you're running in a group, and you're pushed at somebody else's, which might be higher than yours, that that pushes you. That's why, like, working out with a partner is always better than working out by yourself because you're gonna stop yourself when you're tired. Yeah, I mean that's it. Even though, regardless of this music in my ear, I'm good. Somebody yeah. else is like, "Nah, bitch, we got more. Let's go." It's a psychological thing. But it works. It's proven. That's why a yeah. lot of these athletes train together. A lot of elite runners run together. Um, because yep. you're forced to kind of push that pace, and then you realize that your body can do a lot more than you thought it could. But you, when you're on your Dude, own, I mean, some people rock. do it better when they're by themselves. But usually, when you have someone to push you, especially when you're training with someone that uh, you think is is be- you know has more skills than you, or is better, or is more athletic, or whatever, then you're able to push past mm-hmm. your perceived limits. So it's it, it's a yep. real thing, yeah. And you gotta and you gotta think about it, right? Like the people with the the best athletes of all time, Jordan, LeBron, Simone Biles, uh, Michael Phelps, all had people pushing them in the pool and trainers. None of these people did it on their own. Not a single athlete. Michael Jordan, if without Tim Grover pushing him to to put on muscle, which by the way, we're gonna we, this wasn't in the in the rundown, but I want to talk about this Jordan shit real quick after this, and okay. we'll and then we'll go into like UFC two forty nine. I don't want to go in it too long. I just want to okay. I haven't stem, seen any other send my shit episodes. on Jordan. So yeah, no, no, but it's it's just overall like it's mm-hmm. um like if if Jordan doesn't have Tim Grover to push him to run, hey man, you need to put on weight to be able to beat the Pistons. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets challenged. You every everything, everybody. 
Like it's not you should never look at like a personal trainer or somebody to work out with as somebody who's challenging your manhood or your femininity. You know what I mean? If you're pushing yourself to get into shape, you're realizing that the best best athletes in the planet have somebody helping them. They so do. it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Don't ever think you have to do it alone. You know what I mean? Oh, that's it. I think that wraps up the Adele thing. Okay. And the whole body image. Yeah, let's not become Wally. Good. That's all. Dude, that movie's so sad, bro. I've only watched that movie once, and that's all I can watch it. Like, I don't... Like, the commentary... Like, even when I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, the commentary back then was spot on. But, like, now, where we could buy everything we need from our phones, from Postmates to Instacart to Amazon. Like, you never have to leave your house. You never have to look... You never have to look up from your phone. Oh, real quick, what I want to say about the Jordan Jordan shit. It'll lead us in... My bad. And to the UFC 249 because of athletes and shit. Mm-hmm. Is that I I don't know how to say this, bro, because he's so romanticized. And whoever's watching this one will be like, oh, you're a fucking moron. I don't care. I don't think Jordan gets enough. I don't want to say blame, but fucking, I'm going to say, like, I don't think he gets enough blame or the responsibility put upon him for the NBA that we have today mm-hmm. because it's because of Jordan and the quote unquote Jordan rules and the wanting of more offense that the NBA did to, to protect Jordan, which right. is why we have such a soft NBA. Like, I always hate when, like, older players that played in that era were like, oh, the soft NBA we have now. Motherfucker, number 23 is the reason why. Like, what what are we talking about here? Yeah. Like, Jordan, the Detroit Pistons had a game plan to file the shit out of Jordan, which is the only way they could beat him. And then they the NBA instilled rules to protect Jordan from those fouls. There was no flagrant fouls. Like you got punched in the face. It was just that, like you you might get a technical, or you or it was just a personal foul, and then move on. Like what what are we what are we talking about here? But the 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 documentary is sick though. You should definitely watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. But and I mentioned this to you before. I don't know if anyone else has watched this or is watching it. You got anything you watch, take it with a grain of salt. But this documentary, especially because Jordan had input. I don't know if he was a producer, but I was reading an yeah. article that he had input, essentially what he wanted or didn't want to be included in that documentary. So it's not really, it's not even a real documentary when someone is making something about you, but you're giving the green light or the red light on what you want included yeah. in that thing. Yeah. So it's another like it's another Jordan. great Jordan romanticizing piece, you know, painting him in the yeah. best light as possible. You're not gonna hear. I'm yeah. sure you'll hear some bad stuff. They have to mix it up. But it's it's not going to be completely objective. So I mean, when Jordan is ma- saying <laughs> you're making I a movie don't. about me, and, and I'm going to tell you what you can what you can film or what you can show, it, it exactly. kind of defeats the purpose. I don't think there's been another superstar, and I can't think of one, right? That's been more protected by the media than Michael Jordan. Like that's never been questioned. Like you, like I'm trying to think of like ESPN first takes and they, you know what I mean, like and and those type of debates were like. They really go in on Jordan. Like, everything's it's, it'll always be like a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my, he's the greatest winner of all time. He didn't win until he had Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant and then Dennis Rodman. And uh, you could put a bunch of other role players in there. Like, people act like he just did all these things on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way Michael Jordan carries the 2003 Cavs that made it to the finals that lost, that, that got swept by the Spurs. There's no way he carries that team. To yeah. the NBA Finals, right? Like he he scored sixty, but they got swept. You know what I mean? Like there's there's this whole thing where like it 
like I'm not questioning questioning that Jordan's a goat and he threw the NBA into the the number one or number two league. I that's that's all. But there's also this other side to it where like they never really like you don't know realistically you don't know much about Jordan. Like I remember I watched like a Jordan documentary back in the day. Like it was right before Space Jam came out. Like they showed a little bit of his family with his first wife. Mm-hmm. He's like throwing the ball and playing golf. But even that is all, you know what I mean? All to make Jordan look in the best possible light. And I, the only thing I knew before this this whole documentary came out was that he was worried how he, how he was going to look because he's been so protected. Yeah. Like the one time you got to see behind the curtain was his Hall of Fame speech where he's still a petty bitch going off on like his junior high school coach that cut him. Hey, yeah. bro, you're the greatest basketball player of all time. Let's let some shit go, let right? Go. Oh, but yeah. that's what makes him who he is. No, bro. No, it doesn't. Makes them look stupid and petty. <laughs> yeah. What's that junior high school coach going to do now? Not be in the crowd? The fuck out of here, bro. Hey, gotta, it's just weird. Before we move on to 249, Humberto de Leon saying what's what we up. Got? Hola, primo. Saludos. Oh, primo. Hola, primo. ¿Cómo estás? La próxima semana, little Spanish for you English fucks. La próxima semana vamos a hacer un podcast en español con mi mamá y tal vez con Josué Díaz. Okay, por favor, en estreno el domingo que viene. ¿Con quién? Look at that. Con Josué. Con mi mamá y Josué. Josh. ¿Quién es Josué? Josué. That's Josh in I Spanish. Know. I, I know. ¿Tú sabes quién es Josué? No, yo sé quién es Josué, yo hablo español. <laughs> I... Me odio cuando empiezo a hablar mucho español. Sueno más cubano que cubano. <laughs> <laughs> qué, qué pena. Mary was... It's funny because she was saying, oh, damn, I, I got out of this. But her last comment was, I said that she she said she was being, why are we ignoring her? I gave her her her, her due, her props. And I guess we went too long uh, without talking to her or about her, or recognizing her comments. So she said she, she, still, she, she feels ignored she as, a, as a 50-year-old woman. And then I said nothing. And then I didn't, I didn't say anything to that. And so since obviously we were ignoring her again because I didn't make any any acknowledgement of that comment, she said boobs rock because, you know, we're yeah. guys. So if we see boobs anywhere, we're going to be like, let me acknowledge that right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> boobs rock. That's boobs funny. Rock. She's a trip, man. Oh, uh, um, she's a fucking trip, bro. Phillips, she's awesome, man. Phillips, mom. So. But, uh, but yeah, dude. UFC Good. 249? Let's do it. Yeah, throw it up there. We're in it now. Yeah, we are. We're in it now. All right. So now, my question: Do you want to start this from the top down? Because realistically, we're going to spend the most time on those two title fights, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really start watching. You said something. I was like, "Oh, it was eight o'clock," and you said something about these fights are weird. Yeah. And I was uh, in the living room with Mel. And I was like, "Wait, what?" The judges, yeah, the judges were terrible. I was like this started already. So I didn't catch yeah. much of the prelims. It was, dude. They did an hour and a half. I want to say, or maybe, of just the the announcers talking, mm-hmm. like Rogan DC, and and uh, right. So here's what. So like I'm before I even knew I was watching because I was watching other shit. I was watching. I think it's like Psych or some shit. Um. Because I kept fast forwarding, like, oh, they're still talking. It was weird because, like, the the coming out of UFC 249, like, on ESPN, were, like, 
oh, uh, Rogan does in-ring in interviews in, or in-octagon interviews when the original plan was to do this. I was like, all right, bro. Like, listen, you can't, you can't, this is, I don't know, this is weird. Like, you can't criticize when you're ESPN that the, he's doing angry interviews when you knew what, because the plan was for him to do, like, outside the cage and do, like, a headset, call, headset like, a headset stuff. thing or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck Rogan wants, bro. He's the voice of MMA. You know what I mean? Let's let's settle down. Everybody's got tested. They they took one once you once as a company you decided you're putting this shit on because it's not just it's ESPN. All the people at ESPN, every, all the people in charge there. Once you've decided as a company, you can't then complain about it after the fact, right? Like that's like as a company. I'm cool with like Luke Thomas doing it because he's not part of ESPN. He's part of Showtime mm-hmm. and he does so he has. Once your bosses are like, yo, man, this is what we're doing. Then, like, that was, like, the first article. I was like, why the fuck is this even an issue? Like, that's that's what he's always done for the last 25 years or whatever it is. Why are we complaining about that? Let's just move on. But the judges were terrible. I thought that, that Carla Esparza, Michelle Watterson decision was absolutely insane. Like, she didn't, you know what I mean? And, then, and there was another fight that shouldn't have, that I can't remember. Like, there was, like, 30-27 that we talked about. Um, yeah, I can't remember was, the fight it was though. Which fight was that? Was that? Look, I, I remember this Sparza fight. I think that's when I started watching. Uh, yeah. Damn, was it? It wasn't. Was it the Pettis? Was it the Cowboy Pettis? Yeah, yeah that's, it, it has Cowboy to be Pettis fight. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think because we thought it was like should have been like twenty nine, twenty eight, but they called it thirty twenty seven across the board or whatever it was. Yeah. Because it wasn't. Nobody, nobody was a clear winner. Whatever, I'm good with like draws in those kind of fights, but they don't, they don't give out draws as much as they should. Like I'm good with just because there was nobody made significant damage. Nobody made, nobody really got rocked. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, and but I mean it was it, weird. It, it was to to be thirty. It was I think it was thirty twenty seven across the board. All three judges. Yeah. I was like, no. Nah. I mean, yeah. not yeah. one of those rounds. No that went to Cowboy. There was no. Yeah, no. it was it was uh, strange. So they they were. You know, the, the judges weren't on their game, which has been an issue, I think, nope. as of late. Yeah, it was weird. Like, overall, like, just the whole event was, like, it was nice to see combat sports and sports, mm-hmm. a live sport event for the first time in two months. But it was also weird, like, with no crowd, you hear absolutely everything. You hear every So, like, that part was cool about it, but it was also weird. Like, you really hear how hard these people hit each other. Like, I'm thinking all these punches knocks all of us out. Like, every single person watching that fight that's not a fighter probably gets knocked out. Like, let's... Oh, so, yeah. you had that fight, and then Calvin... You had Calvin Cater winning the fight. We'll just run through these, so we're gonna... Because we're gonna spend the most time on the title fights. Calvin Cater winning the fight. Yeah. Francis Ngannou killing... Uh, killing Rosenstrike in 20 seconds. Like, did you see how Dan Mergliata was like holding his head? Like, yeah. I've never seen I've never seen a referee do that where he's like, "Yo, hold on, don't move, don't move, I got you." Like he's holding, like he's cradling him like a little baby bird that just fell out the nest. Like he's just he's just holding his head in his hands. Oh, it's twenty seconds. What he does to people is, yeah, what he does to people is terrifying, bro. Rosenstruck, though, Terror. I mean, I've seen that dude. What's funny is that both of those guys, Ngannou and Rosenstruck, they both destroyed Overeem, right? Ngannou lifted Overeem up yep. off the canvas, and Rosenstruck split his upper lip. That was disgusting. I don't know if you saw what how what it ended up looking like. Yeah. And he's got some yep. nasty power too. But 
it doesn't compare. Nganu, even though he's not polished, he's just a lot quicker to to the punch. Rosenstruck yep. looked like he was but a little bit better technique, a little bit better technique. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Rosenstruck? What? No, yeah, no, Rosenstruck. He just looked like he was a bit too slow, and then Nganu didn't. Once that once that fight started, Nganu just bull rushed him. It wasn't Rosenstruck looked mm-hmm. like he was about to start trading with him, and I think that 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 took place for about all of two or three seconds, and then Nganu just started rushing forward, and Rosenstruck he didn't know what to do, and mm-hmm. and, and Nganu threw. I mean, his shots weren't. It, there was no accuracy, right? They were they were wide kind of wide shots and he just happened to catch him with one left and that's all it took that one left Mm -hmm. and it didn't even seem like it was right on the button or that solid it almost seemed like a glancing shot but the dude hit so hard that that's all it takes that's all it takes yeah terrifying terrifying and then so that was it that and then the greg hardy jurgen castro greg hardy 11 moving on don't don't really care yeah um you guys, so I'm gonna let you handle the entirety of the uh, Cejudo Dominic Cruz fight uh-huh. because I didn't watch a second of that because I had terrible, terrible internet signal. So tell me about this fight, bro. Uh, well, look, Cruz looked. He he does his little funky foot movement that he's known for. He's 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 unorthodox. Mm-hmm. I think he does like a figure eight. He's constantly moving, so he's never coming down the center line. Um. He looked. He looked fresh. He looked good. Cejudo was chopping at his at his lead leg, um, mm-hmm. but but Cruz would, never looked like he was in trouble. You know he that uh, he exchanged. He made some adjustments in the second round, and I thought he was winning that second round. He came back. He 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 would go in and out with you know three four shot combinations, um, and. I thought Cruz was it was gonna be a it was gonna be a competitive fight because I, I I know for sure I mean I I thought Cejudo won the fight you know he's the champion and so I thought he won that first round second round I thought that it could have gone either way but it, Cruz probably was taking that second round and when you hear that ten second warning go off um, Cejudo I think he threw a right Cruz ducked underneath it and I don't know if he was going for like a single leg. And man, it it was nasty. Like his lights were not completely out because he was trying to defend himself. But you know, he ducked under that right, and then as as he went for the legs, uh, Cejudo w- brought that right knee right right onto his jaw, and uh, yeah, solid contact. He he fell on his ass towards the cage, and Cejudo didn't waste a minute. He rushed him, uh, threw one good right that connected again, and probably like seven or eight more shots, and. Uh, I was upset because they stopped the fight. Like, one, you're a referee, you know, there's 10 seconds left. And they stopped the fight with two seconds left in the round because it's got it at 4.58 of the second round. Um, and Cruz was not really defending himself, but he was adjusting. He was moving in the cage. He had his arms down, pushing himself up. And as he was pushing himself up, the referee stepped in and stopped it. And I get fighter uh, safety. I get all that. But... He was not taking any shots out of the seven or eight shots that Cejudo took. That Cejudo, you know, um, threw. He may have landed three glancing shots. Um, it was just that initial knee that kind of dazed him. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Whatever. I mean, it, it's 
I think it's a bad stoppage because I'm a fan of, of Dominic Cruz and it looked like he was getting himself back up. Uh, but at the same time, whatever, fighter safety is fighter safety, so you can't really blame the referee. But at, at, when you got to have that situational awareness, I think, as a referee, when you know that it was a 10-second warning and the and it's going to be over and the guy's getting up, like, it's... It, he could have let it go. But that wasn't even the big thing of the show, right? You're on mute. He just pulled the... He pulled the John. I think it was a different fighter. There we go. I think it was a different fighter. Or a different referee, probably like Herb Dean or Dag McDorada, you let that fight go, right? Yeah. Like, you let that fight go the last two seconds because you, you, you recognize the fighter. But look, you don't, you also as a fighter, don't put yourself, I guess, don't put yourself in a situation where you leave it in the referee's hands. Yeah. I mean, you got caught. It's, you don't know how many, the, the, it's not the referee's call to see how many punches are actually landing. It's, he he makes he makes the he makes the decision in that moment. And look, I'm a, I'm a Cruz fan. Like I, I like Cruz over Cejudo, yeah. but I also respect Cejudo's greatness, bro. Like the man's like been a champion at every level he's ever been in multiple 11. times. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a whole different animal, right? But it was funny, like getting like your because you're sending me voice clips, like getting like your your reactions. He's like, bro, he fucking stopped the fight. There was one second left. Next one was like, you know what? It was a bad stoppage. One after that. No, it wasn't a bad stoppage. Okay, you kind of see how he did it. Then the last one, I think it was like four. Now now, like, the last down. one was like, hey, you know what? Yeah, now that I've calmed down, it wasn't that bad of a stoppage. He took a couple shots. That I just it's because I like Dominic Cruz. I just I was like, all right, man, I got it. I couldn't I couldn't even like respond to the first one because they were like, I was like, how the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "How did you calm down in 32 seconds?" It was like each clip was like seven seconds, eight seconds, twelve seconds. Like, all right, that was this was a roller coaster of emotions. It was, uh, but, yeah, but yeah, dude. And then right after that, <laughs> yeah, and then right after that, bro, Sahudo retired. Sahudo retired. That's like, news. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, yeah, like that was Sahudo is 33 years old. He gave the speech yesterday in the octagon. He's 33. He's been doing. He's been wrestling since he was four. Olympic champion, national champion, champion at every level, two weight champion in the UFC. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything else, anything else for him to do, really, right? Like you have, you have all these other fighters calling him out, all these one thirty fivers, but he's reached the mountaintop, bro. There's nothing. You go out, like I, I really hope he stays retired and he finds a way to make a, a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? And just relax and and do whatever he wants to do because. You've reached the mountaintop. I don't like it when fighters hang on too long, right? Yeah. Like, or anybody, any athlete. I like it when they leave on top, like Jordan with the with the with the fucking step back on Brian Russell. You know what I mean? I'm good yeah, with that. That's, that's a I didn't thing. like seeing Jordan. I didn't like seeing Jordan at the fucking with the Wizards. Like that's that's not something I want to ever picture. You know what I mean? I prefer the Jordan with the Brian Russell. Like I'm good with him walking off, and just and just doing it that way. I'm cool with that. I think Dominic Cruz should do the same thing because Dominic Cruz is I don't think should get another title shot. Like I think it's I mean you got Peter Yan, you got uh Corey Sanhagen, that's a monster. Tari, you got Ajamain Sterling, you got a bunch of you got a bunch of one thirty fivers that, that are monsters. I'm good with just just let these young guns do it now, man. Just leave it to somebody else to some somebody else become a star. Dominic is a phenomenal commentator. I'm looking forward to his his commentating on future fights. I'm good with him. Dude, he's 37. He's older than both of us. And he's had more injuries than me, you, and 10 other people combined in the last five, six, seven years. So it's 
Like, what is a what else is there to prove? Bro, he's one of the greatest of all time, one thirty fivers. He's beaten everybody except uh, you know, Cody Garbrandt and Nasahudo. We're yeah. good, bro. We're good. Yeah. Just hang it up. Yeah, I mean that. That's pretty much. I think that's what that this this fight was part of that, right? Or all those injuries make you think as a fan and as and as a fighter what could have been. And but at this point, yep. you're 36, 37. I mean, you've done it. You've done it all. You've done it all. You've beaten everyone that there was to beat. Anyone that was thought to be a great fighter, you fought him and beat him. Like, what else do you have to prove? Yep. If you lose to Zahuda, you lose to Zahuda, but you're 36, and he's right in the middle of his prime, and you're coming off three-and-a-half-year layoff and s- multiple injuries and, sur- yep. and surgeries. You just – you there's nothing to prove. I, 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 but, you know, that's that's us speaking from having seen him, but, you know, him being the competitor and the fighter, he's, you're always going to have yep. something to prove. So I, I get that mentality, but – and but look, man, he didn't look bad. He didn't look bad. He just he was not. Sahuda was quick. You can obviously you could tell, but he wasn't. You got you got to watch the fight. He looked like he was. He looked like he belonged there. And just like anyone during yeah. any time, you can get caught no matter whether you're thirty six or twenty six. And he just happened to get caught yep. that one time. And shit, it happens. So there's nothing yeah. for him to prove. But I I think he still has. I think he's he can still fight hell. I think he could still be a champion, but 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 you can't. There's too there's too many young guys there that you can't just give him another title shot right away, right? So he would have to fight right. someone else and earn his way back, and you can't do that with the amount of talent that there is, and and you just you can't do that to those other fighters. I think Cruz, he, he's he's earned his spot as one of the greatest, and he, move on. He's a great commentator. Yeah, and I look. Again, like two people talking shit, you know what I mean? Like we're fans of it, we're fans of him, but it's it's that aspect of where like if he would have been champ, then great. But then that does that last time he was champ, he had to relinquish his title like anyway after he fought TJ because of multiple knee injuries. Like right. your your injuries are stacking up, your body's breaking down. Like mentally, you're sharp as a motherfucker, bro. Like there's no there's no drop off with with Dominic at all. No. He's still you know what I mean mentally. It that's what we're saying is like. It, that, that I guess that's what sucks, though, right? Like, imagine being the, the best fighter in your weight class, but your body's betraying you when your mind goes, let's fucking go, bro. Let's yeah. go right now. But your body's like, nah, knee, nope, Achilles, nope, shoulder. foot, no yeah. shoulder, nope, no this, no that, no hand, no this, no, you know what I mean? All these other things, like, that's got to be the most frustrating thing, which is why probably why he's so pissed about that fight. Like, dude, I've overcome all these injuries and you stop this fight two seconds in the, into the second round when he's, you know what I mean, trying to get to a decision because he's not going to stop him. You know what I mean? Cruz is in that guy. But, uh, bro, it's, 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 it sucks that it ends that way. It possibly ends that way for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pop, maybe never fights again because he probably comes out with a couple of injuries just because it's what his body's done. But it sucks because of what well, his bot, his mind is saying, like, yo, I could, I could still do this. I could I still think do this. Fight again. Which is probably. Which is probably what keeps him going. You know what I mean? Like wanting wanting another chance. I'm, I'm sure he'll try to fight again, but his body has other plans, bro. Yeah, but I think he'll try and to. And that's I the mean, frustrating. So who does retiring? And if he does retire, that opens the door to to other other fighters out there and maybe yeah. to Cruz yeah. as well. So, like, it's 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 that thing. It almost like it leaves the window open for him to try and fight, you know, the next, whoever the next it guy is at that weight class. So for him to prove that he's still, oh, the Peter Young is a month. Yeah, 
Peter Yan is a monster, bro. That Russian, that Russian guy that, that destroyed Uriah Faber uh-huh. is terrifying. Terrifying, bro. Like I can see him. Aljamain Sterling is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just too much there. But let's get to it, man. One fifty five interim lightweight title. Justin Gaethje. By the way, if you haven't watched these fights, sorry, we should probably said spoiler alert. Spoiler way alert. earlier than this. Gaethje won. But, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert now. Gaethje won. <laughs> Bro, did I not give you enough time? <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say spoiler alert and then immediately spoil. I feel no. like there should have been like a countdown. <laughs> I feel like spoiler alert in three, two, I'll get you one. Well, you said it but, before uh, I did, so, you know. How, so we watched that fight. Shout out to you for the for the WhatsApp. Um, So we watched that fight together, right? Yeah. I could not, like we were talking about it. I could not believe what I was seeing. Like, and I've seen Gaethje fight in almost every single one of his fights. Mm-hmm. I thought the motherfucker was tough. I thought he has hell of knockout power because he's knocked out almost everybody he's fought. He's either gotten knocked out or he's knocked out. Right. Two losses are to Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez, both knockouts in the middle of the octagon. Because right? that's what he does. Too. Stand and bang. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens, right? So those are his two losses. Now he's 23-2. and two. two losses by knockout. His last seven of his last nine fights, he's gotten a performance of the night. Mm-hmm. Or it's again, they've all gone knock, no judges' decisions, knockout or getting knocked out. So now, watching, I was like, okay, but I was like, yeah, but Tony Ferguson is just a different monster, you know what I mean? Like, that's what all we talked about. That's Tony Ferguson is just a different monster, he has a different mindset, he has his different cardio. Like, we acknowledged that Gaethje was a monster, and he's you know what I mean, could be he was a world champion in his previous organization, and all that stuff. I was like, but, but, bro, but Tony Ferguson, I, we had it skewed. Hindsight being what it is, we had it so skewed because we wanted to see Tony and Khabib, right? We wanted to see, but that we wanted to see Tony and Khabib on the ground because, like, oh, finally Tony Khabib can have a, have somebody fighting him off on the ground and trying to trying to choke him out. Tony did not look ready for this stand up game, bro. Like he just Gaethje had so much more power in every single one of his punches than what Tony did, and kept that pace up where he threw everything. With everything, like there were his jabs were power were, were bucking Tony his his hooks his his overhands his body shots everything seemed to be hurting Tony so much more than Tony hurting Gaethje. No, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, I was stunned, man, because yeah. going into that fight, one we knew, we acknowledged that it was it was a scary fight. For Tony, because if he loses that fight, we may never see the, the Habib fight, right? And no. um, but you know, like I've seen Tony fight; he's been on a he was on a crazy twelve fight streak, and he's looked no. out of this world. I mean, the dude looked on he, he, when he fought Pettis; he was in trouble a couple of times. But you know, Tony, he, that's what he's known as his Kukui and his escapes, and he def, and he 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 was able to get out of the trouble and 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 win that fight. And that first round. Um, Gagey was swinging for the fences, man. Like that, every shot he threw was a knockout shot. Like even his jabs yep. felt like he was just trying to take his head off. And uh, his coaches had to tell him, "Hey, his trainers had to tell him you need to take some take something off these punches." And when it got to the second round, he looked like he was starting to slow down a little bit. And Tony looked like he was going yeah, to pick up. 
Yeah. Remember that? I was like, man, he's yep. looking gassed. And and I think right after the second round is when his when his his corner told him, hey, hey, you need to back off. Don't throw everything at him with every punch. And so I thought the third round was going to be mm-hmm. more of that second round because I thought Tony won that second round. I mean, it could have gone to him. But Gaethje, yep. what, I mean, whatever adjustments he made he, or he needed to make, he made them. And he made God, yep. Tony did not. And he was getting caught with everything. That, that left from Gaethje was vicious that left hook but the thing is that right was also fucking disgusting he was he was sending him left right killing that lead leg tony could barely stand up yeah he didn't look like he belonged i i i think i i said that last night i was like tony doesn't look like he's in the same league as gaichi tonight not even close um yeah i don't i don't think many I don't think many people at 155 have that kind of stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you think about the two people who, who defeated Gaethje have better stand-up than Tony. Like, Tony has overwhelming, crazy stand-up, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's without question. But, like, as far as, like, the boxing and just being fans, right? Like, we we don't know. Just, just like, by the eye test, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier have better boxing than yeah. than Tony Ferguson, you know what I mean? Tony Ferguson is like an overwhelming tsunami of of madness, right? Like they're like you had you put Eddie, they're a little bit more controlled, a little bit more technique, and that made the difference in those losses to that Gaethje had. You put that against Tony, it's a totally different beast. So it's it's a to- like it's almost like preparing for he prepared for a totally different monster in Khabib, and then just goes all right, all right fuck it, I'll take this fight. You know what I mean? And we talked about it, it was like it's a stupid fight to take. Like this he, Gaethje isn't this person that you just like, oh, okay, this just is another tough guy. No, man. Like if you've really seen Gaethje, he leg kicks you, overwhelms you with punches, mm-hmm. and and finally I mean, he broke Michael Johnson. He broke Michael Johnson so bad that Michael Johnson went to a different weight class. You know what I mean? Like he's Edson Barbosa, he destroyed James Vick. He he's knocked out. Everybody he's fought except two when he got knocked out, whatever. Right. But now we don't get Tony versus Khabib, and now I don't know how you don't give. Like I, we talked. I don't want to see Connor Khabib, right? I'm sure that makes all the money, especially to be like in November when we're coming out of like the whole stay-at-home orders, and you know, what I mean, will people be able to go to the arenas and all that, all that other shit? Who knows? Because who knows how long this this like no sports, no fans is gonna last, whatever. You know what I mean? So it might be coming off that, so you want to make that the bigger thing. But, dude, but Gaethje's performance last night was incredible, man. Like, I didn't, like, I we knew, we knew about Gaethje because we talk about him and we watch up. But what he did last night was world class. Yeah. Like, it was, that, like, and Tony, that's, that's the other thing. Tony's world class. But he just looked like, <clears throat> out of this world, like every he just whenever he wanted to hit Tony Ferguson, he hit him. Whenever, like there was no, there was no delay, there was no defense. Tony couldn't block anything. Oh. He he would jab him, hook him, everything he wanted, head kick him, everything he wanted to do, he did everything he wanted to do. And again, Tony had a twelve fight win streak against monsters. It wasn't like he fought a bunch of nobodies and right. just sacked up his record. Now they're doing boxing. So, dude, it was it was incredible, and that's the other thing. Gaethje's like an awesome guy, 
Like he's a social worker who wants to help at risk youth. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do that when he retires. If he if he has a brain left because of you know brain trauma is a real thing. And the way he fights, he likes to just trade. So yeah, it's uh it's a real thing yeah. that he could suffer from it. And, but that's not gonna happen against Khabib. Like well, until that fight is booked, I don't even want to talk about it because I can see Dana fucking it and then giving it to Connor. Even though I ra- I'd much rather have Masvidal versus Connor. I just think that's a more entertaining fight because be they're just going to stand and bang. Yeah. But I, I got Masvidal in that fight because I think he's a bigger fighter. So just yeah, wanna I, I throw that in there. Tony, um, I don't. Tony never tried to go to the ground. I mean, maybe because he couldn't Nothing. close the distance, but you never saw any of those like overwhelming rushes where he tries to overwhelm me with punches and then try to get you to the ground. He didn't do any of that, and. Maybe it's because he felt the power in that first round. He felt it early. But, again, the second mm-hmm. round, he looked comfortable. He looked like he was settling in, and Gaethje was starting to gas, and yeah. and he never tried to go to the ground, not once. I thought that was strange. And at the end of the fight, you know, because Tony wasn't all there, right? He he got hit where the referee had to stop, uh, step in and stop the fight because Tony was shaking his head, like trying to shake stop. the cobwebs out or some shit, and like he didn't look right. Yeah. Stopped the fight. Twice. Twice, yeah. It- yeah. yeah, he stopped the fight. Yeah. Get, uh, I think he cussed out Gagey when Gagey went to tell him good fight or whatever. Eventually, Gagey went back and and Tony was more calm and and they whatever they hugged it out. And then when he got interviewed, he, that's one of the things he mentioned to to Rogan, right? He prepared for Khabib, who's not a striker, uh, he's a grappler, and that's what he prepared for. Um, so I get that he wasn't prepared for Gagey and and he didn't have to take that fight. But if you're preparing for a grappler, why aren't you why aren't you trying to take someone down if that's what you're preparing to to be on the ground? And not once it didn't seem like he tried to make that effort. I mean, if you're gonna be taking punches, all credit to Tony. Anybody else would have been knocked out early, early in that way fight. Earlier. I don't know how way, Tony was way, standing way up. Earlier. He was eating some nasty punches that put people to sleep immediately. So I mean, he's yeah. got a chip and a fucking steal. What's what? So what's irresponsible about not not about Tony saying it in the press? What's irresponsible from his trainers and his managers is knowing that he was preparing for for a grappling fight for since November that mm-hmm. he said, and you know, fight happens in May, so it's what six months. Yeah, like you're preparing for that, and then for them to take, you're you're preparing for the hardest fight of your career, right? Khabib. Regardless of how you is the hardest fight of anybody's anybody's career, and I think just because of how his overwhelming grappling and how he pressures you and how he constricts your body and all that shit, yeah, given a hundred percent. But what happens is that if you're training for somebody for six months, you can't then go, hey, you're gonna fight somebody totally different in three weeks, make it happen, and then just say yeah. That that's when you have as a manager and as a trainer, be like, you know what. This isn't a good idea. But again, like it's different for us to talk about it because that's how they make their money. Exactly. Right? Uh promotion and the fights. So they they got bills coming in. Tony has kid Tony has kids. Tony has a wife. Tony has a mortgage. So they gotta figure it out. Yeah, it's not that simple. So I get it. It's not that simple. Like it's simple for us to talk about it and say it, but it's very different than him. Like but now. Back to the drawing board. I'm sure he'll come back at before the end of the year and try to find somebody else. But now Khabib and Tony's never going to happen because Khabib has, at the most, Khabib has two two more fights, right? Like he, if if he does a unification bout with this one, mm-hmm. and then if Connor wins against Masvidal, it's Connor and Khabib. Like mm-hmm. that's that's it. 
Like he's even said it. Like he's got two or three more fights. Like he doesn't have anything because he's fought everybody else. He doesn't have anything else to prove either. Yeah. So then, what do you do? Like when he's done, he's done. Yeah, I mean, we we knew this. It was it was a dangerous fight for him to take. Um, it was just I'm I'm still kind of even if you didn't prepare for that type of fighter. I mean, you know what kind of fighter he is, and he he didn't look like that yep. like he was in the same league. And he didn't look like he made adjustments, and he didn't look like he tried to go to his strength and go to the ground. It just, he did, you know, he he does what Tony does, right? He's like, I'm, I'm a crazy, but he got punched in the face hard. A punch that would lay people out, and he, just, and he just smiles and, and looks at him like, give me some more. And that's that's who he is. Yep. That's what he does. And yep. Yeah, and instead of, of, of making adjustments and being smart about it, he's like, he just wants to show that he's just as tough as anyone else. And, um... I don't know. It's. I don't think he's done. Obviously, I, I think Tony is gonna continue to no, fight. No, not. Um, he looked. And he's he sounded, also old. Yeah, he is. He's what thirty. He is like thirty-five. I think, maybe thirty-six. No, I think he's like closer to thirty-seven. I think closer to thirty-seven. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, so he's right there. Yeah. He's at the end of that window where he could be, you know, a champ or you know, at his in his prime. Right, maybe mm-hmm. he's got his windows a little bit longer because of the way he trains and all this other crazy shit that he does and how he takes care of himself. Um, yeah, but it's gonna close on him pretty soon, so it's it's kind of discouraging that we we might not get to see that Khabib fight. Uh, but it is what it is. I wanted to see him fight Gagey. You know, it's like it's it, it's yep. you take the good with the bad. I wanted to see him fight Gagey. I just didn't think that he was going to be so thoroughly dominated as he was last night. That was completely one sided. Dude, we talked about it at the end of the second round. We thought Gaethje was gassed. Yeah. We're like, oh, here comes Tony. And it was the complete opposite. No, here came Gaethje, bro. Yeah. I, when he th- when we thought he was winded, that fight changed right there. Like, he, he fucking found whatever gas tank he needed, fueled up, and just crushed him, man. Like, that stoppage, even though he was standing, that stoppage was perfect. Because that was a combination of damage that he took for, what, 20 minutes? Because it was the fifth round, right? Or the fourth round? Fifth yeah, round. It was the fifth round, I think. It was fifth round. Yeah, that was like that That entire, that, that was 22, 23 minutes of getting punched in the face, getting his leg kicked, getting head kicked. It was a good stoppage. That, that was, I would say, I didn't, I, I saw the stoppage of the, of the Dominic Cruz, you know, pulled it up on you. Like, I thought that was a worse stoppage than the stoppage. You know what I mean? Like, I still think there were good stoppages. Yeah. Like, I'm not debating the stoppage. But the the Tony fight was a better, uh, more understandable, respectable stoppage than the Dominic Cruz one. No, without question. When you see and, his legs go kind of go out and he does some crazy shit with his legs and he shakes his head like, and then he has to shake it again because he's not really all there. Like you have to protect the fighter at that time because he had been taking monster shots for the first four rounds and mm-hmm. there were there there was they stopped the fight at the three thirty nine mark so there was a minute twenty one seconds left so he had been eating these shots for almost 25 minutes yep. and when you see him do that as a referee you're like yeah that's enough like you don't there's no point in going another minute you're not he wasn't doing anything to put Gaethje in danger either he wasn't really returning anything and so at that point yep. you're not really you're just kind of hanging on stop the fight it was a, it was a good stoppage yeah it was a good stoppage i think we covered it right i think that's good for 249 i, I think uh, so, dude man. there's a fight on wednesday. there's a fight on wednesday bro on how weird is that 
Yeah, I know. So crazy. Why are they fighting? I'm I'm assuming here in Florida, because there's nowhere else that's really open for sporting events. So are they all doing it in the same place? Like I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. DeSantis's backyard. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. That's weird, bro. It's weird. So, We're talking about that NBA shit too. Yeah. You said that they would need what a hundred. You would need a hundred and fifty thousand. Hundred and fifty thousand tests. No, I think get, fifteen thousand tests. Leak. Oh, okay, fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's insane. I don't, I don't know how that. I don't know how sports like that comes up because this is different. It's four, four people per fighter. You know what I mean? It's a fighter plus three. It's way easier to control. Right. And even then, you still had when you talk about it, you still had Jacare Souza showing up with COVID nineteen. Yep. Jacare so, tested. That was also that. Yeah, I wonder how many people. I wonder if they're gonna do tests. If they're gonna do tests after the fights too, to see how many people came up and how many people are gonna be getting tested within the next couple of days. You know what I mean? If the Jacare's family have it, as or were his family? I just got a question like, were his family getting tested as well? Like, was his family around other people's family? Because you know, you had Fabrizio Verdun and him that are friends. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird. It's still listen. I get it's good to have sports back. Or whatever, but it's still irresponsible to do it in the way you know what I mean. Even though they did all the tests, it was still it's still irresponsible because you're almost being ignorant to the contagiousness of it, and you know, and you don't know people's underlying conditions and shit like that. So, yeah, I agree. For sure. I think that leads us perfectly into the Florida Grim Reaper, right? Yeah. How about I just play the video of this Florida Grim Reaper? I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll, just play, I'll play the audio. Let's, I have it pulled up. Here. All right. Do you? Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. First of all, we can just safely say that this is like an old white dude, right? Because I don't, I don't see any like Jesus or Nazaritos fucking doing dressing up in all black in the yeah. summer, right? No, I don't think so. Let, let's see what these folks are doing. Let's see what they're all about. For sure, it's not a Jesus. No, it's definitely not a Jesus. Tourism season, Wilson County beaches are back open. We went boogie boarding and swimming. After weeks of being shut in at home, hundreds of people from near and far flocking to Wilson County beaches to feel the sand in their toes and the salt water on their skin. I love the beaches being open. I've been in self-isolation for two months. This is just wonderful. But one local lawyer says, not so fast. We are dealing with a deadly virus. Look, I think it's look at too this soon dude. to draw look at this thousands dude. and millions of people to our beaches. Daniel Olfelder is an outspoken Florida Beaches for All advocate, but he says when it comes to the coronavirus, this the dude. beaches should remain closed. The message is That's terrifying, dude. How important it is to come to our beaches, and that it's such a draw to our community that people will come from all over. And I want us to be able to get back to using our beaches permanently as soon as possible and if we do this too quickly we won't get there while he was walking on the beaches today visitors were unfazed as they tried to maintain social distancing while enjoying the gulf we're down here from alabama and couldn't be happier that they opened today walton county commissioners say it's important that people continue to social distance so they don't have to go back and close the beaches again look you know what i respect about him? all right I respect that it's, he, he's kind of wearing a face mask, yeah. right? Like, he's got the cover, so he's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's he's being smart. Now, let me let me ask you something. Like Grim Reaper aside, do you think the beaches should have been closed to begin with? Like, aren't if because <clears throat> if you're outdoors, is it worse? Like, because there's so much stuff I don't quite understand about it. In that sense, like, I get like shutting them down. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that, but like, just the how do I say this? Like closing them completely, where like it becomes a big thing, but also don't flood the beaches with people, right? Right. Like monitor it where it's not like you're not break here. No. We'll be like, oh, okay, if you guys are like 30, 40 feet apart, because I'd never said that. I've gone to the beach my entire life. You know what I mean? Growing up in South in Florida and South Florida, mm-hmm. but I never like sat my towel right next to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, um, I always try to find a spot. I like when I go to the beach. I'm trying to social distance before this whole social distancing thing. Yeah. Nineteen. I'm trying to. Hey, I, I want my space. Let me lay my towel down on my cooler, and mm-hmm. there's alcohol that's in a container. Trying to because you're not supposed to have alcohol. So in this is in this no- yeah. <laughs> container that's not very conspicuous. Because yeah, I'm drinking a sprite or whatever the hell. I'm trying to make you think I'm drinking. So. Exactly. The park, the, the 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 parks here weren't closed, and I think that's one of the reasons that that uh, they didn't close them because people are going to be stuck in the house. They can't go to restaurants. They can't go to confined areas. But you can always go to a park and easily maintain social distance yep. because there are no walls. There's nothing. You just walk around people. So, I thought the beaches should have stayed open. Now, having said that, Florida's like Florida is like Tony Ferguson. It's a different animal altogether. It's like a different country, a yep. different dimension and uh you got some special yeah. folks over there um no we do we do we yeah do. yeah i used to be proud to say I was from florida and miami and then i as i got older i realized oh no we are the fucking joke of this country i was in new jersey apparently so yeah. uh yeah for some reason that's yeah. weird we need to do a better job at marketing <laughs> um we need to get Trump's, uh, florida, florida manager get that marketing going yeah exactly get that marketing game right but it like yeah, like the, I don't think the trail, like the the parks are now open here in Florida. Barbershops are now open. Are now open. Tattoo shops are back. We're basically back to open. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I already scheduled my haircut for next week because I'm I need one. I mean, I mean, I was gonna wait it out. I could have done it yesterday. I was like, I'm not gonna be doing it. I'm not gonna be the fucking uh, outbreak monkey and be the first. You know what I mean? Be the first guy in the shop. Like I'm not doing that. I'm gonna wait and just do it early next week and and fucking be done with it. You know what I mean? Because even then, there's still rules. Like you can't. Only barbers, like only barbers' clients, are in the chair. You can't be sitting inside of the barber shop. Right. You got to sit outside in your cars. Like there's still, you still take precautions with it, of course. And I'm wearing my mask because my mask goes behind my ear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like my, so I'm good. And my barber's gonna be wearing a mask. We talked. You know, we met him, our friends. So I'm good with that. But like, it's it's also weird because I I live in a house where my wife is immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm thinking about it also through. Like, I have a, I have an incredibly strong immune system. My wife doesn't, so it's very different for me. Like, where I could be the carrier of whatever, but then it could affect her differently. You know what I mean? So yeah. I gotta be mindful of that. Like, that's the thing that like people aren't taking into account. Is you might be fine, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, right? You might be totally fine, bro. Like, but it's not about you, you selfish fucks. It's about the person next to you. It's about your grandparent. It's about your mom. It's about you know what I mean your wife, your husband, your kids. It's why Roman Reigns from WWE isn't wrestling anymore. Like mm-hmm. because he had he he's a two time survivor of leukemia mm-hmm. and they're even you know what I mean? Like it's about the people around you, man. That's what you gotta be more mindful of. Like it's just 
it's just I get listen, dude. I get going stir crazy. I've spent more money during quarantine with this fucking bike and the bike truck pad that I'm getting on Wednesday and the bike. You know what I mean? I got spent more money on all this shit than I I ever talk about bikes anymore. (laughs) Oh yeah, because you can't get one. We're going to that next, by the way, and then we'll end it with the with the Georgia shit. Um. You know what I mean? Like I spent more money doing all this shit, and you spent more money too, but completely, <laughs> completely different spend. <laughs> yeah, completely different. Spend, you know what I mean? Like so, it's it's my hobbies taking my money. Your thought of a hobby took your money. So you want to just jump into your dream killers? Oh man! So uh, <laughs> the, the depression all, on your face is classic. <laughs> first of all, I want to say that I, I love my kids and my dogs. So much, right, right. So much. You put you, you put the font up there so everybody knows that you're talking about your dream colors. So much. You put it up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the amount of love I have for them is just I can't even put it into words. Um, God, I'm just overwhelmed right now with emotion. I can't even speak. That's how much I love my do- my kids and my dogs. All right, so let me get my so, dream so, killers. So, so these dream killers of mine that I love so much. We've been talking about mountain bikes for uh, like five yep. episodes in a row. Now. I don't know. I lose track. And I mean, we, like an hour mm-hmm. at a time. They take up a big, big chunks of the episodes. And um, and that's not the twenty hours we spend researching, sending and, each other and, fucking yeah, all that videos. shit. Check out this bike. Check out that bike. Check out this. Yeah, component. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it is. It's retarded. What's more retarded is that it's looking yeah. like I'm not going to be able to get one of those bikes after all that talk and research and <laughs> everything else and all the hyping up we've done on this show. Uh, so Dream yeah. Killers, Dream Killers Part One. If you if you didn't watch the show, uh, was my dog, the little white Maltese, having to get his like six teeth extracted. That was uh, about eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> So I went from looking for a $1,500 bike to what looks like a, a $200 Walmart bike now. Um, yep. And um, my oldest son, he's going to go, he's, I'm taking him to surgery tomorrow to the doctor. And he's going to have a wisdom tooth removed, but possibly up to four, depending on what the x-rays show. So it could potentially be up to like 700 plus, like 700 and some change. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm just I every every time I I have to spend this money I I, I look at the tabs open on, on my on my other computer here's laptop and I just look at that that bike and I just think of like that Habib and Tony Ferguson fight of what could have been like that's all it is now <laughs> what might have been uh, it was gonna be a great ride. It was gonna be enjoyed by all, and now it's just a what if. And so, so that was part one. I mean, so I'm taking him tomorrow. But it turns out that my other dog um, broke his damn tooth over the last three or four days. Like he's been, not been wanting to eat, and we gave him a treat, and he dropped that thing immediately. So I, we didn't know what was going on, and we looked at his his teeth, and one was on the top right was really loose. And I mean, we brush your teeth, we take care of them, we put the all the the stuff in the water, like try to make sure that they're not that they right. have healthy gums and all that stuff. And I took him to the vet today, mm-hmm. and she said that he had a broken tooth, and it's like deep in the gums. 
So I don't know what he did or what he pulled, but he, you know, whatever. When he goes in the backyard, I guess he tries to, he, he was, he got a little bit too curious and he bit into something or tried to pull something and, and, and broke his tooth. Uh, so he's going to have surgery in, a, in two weeks or a little less than two weeks. And that's going to be another like three to four hundred dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, I, look, I appreciate the consistency. Teeth. All of them. <laughs> my kids, my dogs. I mean, that's a conspiracy for your ass. Like what? They all got together and said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. They had a Zoom meeting. Yeah, that's bullshit. It was, it's complete bullshit. And now I'm looking at that mythical $30 Walmart bike that my oldest son, that Tony was talking about. I still haven't seen one. I haven't even seen a $30 bike on Craigslist. So where do you find these? No. So Facebook, uh, it's not on Facebook Marketplace. You can find that on OfferUp. No. I mean, they've, they've, they've got together and crushed your dreams, bro. They did. They really have. Pretty. Uh... It's. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. This. <laughs> so first Philip says what hair when you're talking about your haircut uh, okay, and then he goes dream killers you mean your gifts from God yeah exactly my, the gifts from God my, my beautiful beautiful yeah. kids and dogs I, I love them to death and they um, they love me that's what he meant um, that's what he meant guys just and stopping him from living we, his best life. I, I, I shouldn't even mention this, but since Mary didn't want to, uh, since Mary feels like she she's being ignored as a fifty year old woman, uh, and we're not giving her enough attention. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna happy say, Mother's we're, we're, yeah, Happy Mother's Day. I'm gonna say it, Mary, but we're not talking about this. I'm just gonna throw it out there, and I don't want to know you what can, you're about. You can have the, I can't. you can have the uh, the. <laughs> You can be content with the fact that I that I said it on air, but uh, we're not going to discuss that topic. Uh-oh. She says uh, we should talk about boob itch. Nope, that's not happening. Nope, moving on. Nope. Moving on. There. We 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 acknowledge you. We recognize you as a human being. You are you have not been erased in this podcast. But uh, we are not talking about that at all. We are moving on right yeah, now. We are. Um, That's why you're not yeah, calling it. Nope. Not at all. So, yeah. What else are we talking about? The Grim Reaper? No. We're talking about your, your dream killers. I mean, Mary knows about dream killers. She's got kids. Philip is one of her kids. That guy's crushed at least seven of her dreams. <laughs> at least seven. Minimal. As clumsy as that motherfucker was, when he got older, I can't imagine when he, when he was a kid. Jesus, he must have been. He must have broken bones all the time. So let's just move on from that. That, I just fucked up my. uh... Yeah, what's next? What else we got? We got two more. I think the last thing we had on, we we pretty much hit everything. um, Georgia is Georgia left? Yeah, I think the the last one is that we're gonna end on not such a happy note. Talking about strong marriages. We'll have to like. yeah, we'll have to and we'll have to at some point towards the end try to find something funny about something to not end it with such a terrible story. Um, you want to tell the people, man? Because I it, it, like I can't even talk about it at first because I'll just go off on a rant immediately. So I'd rather you like explain what happened and then I could bounce no, off of that. No, this that's is right all with you. you, brother. You got this. If you want to go on a rant and get uh, it all out, you know. All right. 
Let me stretch before this one. Stage is over. All right. All right. If, so here's what I was worried about last week, right? Last week was it's not even it's not even it's not even just crooked cops. It's the entire system in Glen County. So Glen County, Georgia, was where Ahmad Arbery was uh, was gunned down and murdered because he allegedly fit the description of somebody who was stealing it, who was breaking into houses, yada yada yada. Again, there's no justification for his murder. All you're trying to do is and I, and we talked about it, right? Like I'm just when it happened, I was like, yo, I'm gonna just wait till they start smearing him like he's the bad guy. Like he did something wrong. Like what they did with Mia Rice, what they did with Trayvon Martin, what they've done when every, in every, almost every situation when the when the victim has been black or Hispanic or a minority, they didn't they didn't do that for Dylan Roof, the guy who killed all the people. He got Burger King after he murdered nine people in a church. Yeah. They they said that uh, the shot up Parkland was you know he was just he was such a nice kid yada yada yada. It always happens. It's almost it's a script, right? If it's a if it's a black, if it's a minority, find the picture where they look threatening Trayvon Martin with his with his hoodie up and yeah. taking a picture with a gun, or Fernando Castillo with with braids and, and like you know what I mean goatee or whatever whatever it was. Oh, and it's a black person. Make them make them look make it justifiable. Mike Brown in in Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, he he knocked over some shit walking out of a store. He might have stolen some some black and miles or whatever the fuck. Again, none of the none of these things that I'm telling you warrant somebody being murdered. Regardless, now they're doing it already with with Ahmad Arbery, right? Let me jump back with with that shit. So they say that he was breaking the McMichael's a father and son team with a third person. Uh, follow him, uh, hunt him, hunt him down because they go back to their houses, hunt him down. As, they didn't call the from my from what I understand, they didn't call the police. Didn't do any of that, so we don't get the video for three months. It happens back in February twenty third, almost three, months, right? Yeah, almost three months. Two weeks away from a month, mm-hmm. three months. They find the video because some radio station personality gets the video and puts it out there. It goes viral. All right, cool. Two days later, they have video. They magically have video of him allegedly walking into a construction site of a home. And looking like he's breaking in because it was the home of this person or that person. Right. Hold up. So it took a radio station. Like, let's just ask some questions, right? It took a radio station personality to get the video released. The cops weren't going to do it. The cops wanted to arrest. From all reports are, the cops wanted to arrest the McMichaels. The DA that Mike Michael worked for stepped in and goes, nah, you're not arresting him. So, okay, that's just what we're doing here. Then it took three months to get that video. Two days later, there's a video of him allegedly because can i'm not i'm not taking that that lady's fucking word for it saying that oh that uh candace owens that oh it confirmed who it is Nah, i'm not i'm not rocking with her candace owens is a is the is the uncle ruckus for fox news all she does is constantly blame black people for everything that happens to them oh she uses those stupid ass stat that black people kill each other 90 percent of the time yeah bitch also, white people kill each other 88% of the time. That fact is never brought up. Why? Because communities kill each other. Criminals are criminals, period. Right. It's not like fucking three are not there gangbanging. You fucking, ah, whatever. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to stay on top. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm, yeah, trying, to, I'm yeah. trying to stay on task. And so so they're already, they're already doing that. And I got people on my Facebook channel. I, I just, I don't understand, like, how, and again, it's not, it's not even because obviously, Hispanics commit crimes, white people commit crimes, black people commit crimes, Asian, every every race of everything commits crimes. That's without question. 
But if you're sharing it when you just got the video of this person being murdered, right? right. Hunted down. And for her to say, oh, joggers don't run in khaki shorts. Bitch, what if he doesn't have basketball shorts? A jogger, a jogger can run in anything. I've run in jeans before, bitch. Yeah. Anybody can run in anything. Like, oh, he's he's an avid jogger. Like, what what do you none of what breaking into a house doesn't warrant you being murdered unless the the homeowner is there and they're protecting themselves and feel threatened. I'm I jump one hundred percent justify that. I'm I'm not even debating that one. No, so it, nowhere near a to- threat. You get too carried away, right? I, there's a, a USA Today article uh, from an hour ago. Uh, additional video shows Georgia jogger Ahmad Arbery did nothing illegal, attorneys say. So I'm going to read the, the first couple paragraphs because, they are, like you said, they're already smearing him. They're already saying they, they, they saw him breaking into houses and doing this. And, and, and you know, so that let's, uh, let's read a couple of things to kind of give some perspective and context about those other breakings uh-huh. we're talking about. So it says surveillance video recorded minutes before the slaying of jog of the jogger that has sent ripples of shock across the nation proves the Georgia man was not involved in a crime. Attorneys for Ahmaud Arbery's family say an individual believed to be Arbery was seen at a property under construction for less than three minutes and did nothing illegal before being ambushed a short while later. Lawyer said in a statement Saturday night, the surveillance video was consistent with the evidence already known to us that Arbery made a brief stop at the site while out for a run and engaged in no illegal activity. Ahmad did not take anything from Hold the on, construction no. site. Go ahead. Say that Say that again. I want you to say that again. That, that part where video, the, the, the police are... Uh-huh. Yeah, they already knew. These are his attorneys, but again, this is, you know, uh, what was already known. This part's, you know, facts of the case. So the surveillance video was consistent with the evidence already known to us that Arbery made a brief stop at the site while out for a run and engaged in no illegal activity. Uh, and then I'll read the last paragraph, and we don't have to read the whole thing. Ahmad did not take anything from the construction site. He did not cause any damage to the property. Uh, he remained for a brief period of time and was not instructed by anyone to leave, but rather left on his own accord to continue his jog. Uh, Ahmad's actions at the empty house under construction were in no way a felony under Georgia law. And it's a USA Today article. You know, if you want to read it, you, you can go ahead and, and find it and, and read it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll throw that link up on our Facebook page. Um, it's like it's weird, right? Like, and it's just I. You put that situation if you make that if you make Ahmad anything other than what he is, you make Ahmad Ashley, you make Ahmad. Andrew, you make you know outrage. what I mean. Whatever, it, the it's it's outrage, and you and you make the McMichaels two black men. There's no question that they're gonna get arrested. There's no question that they're gonna you know what I mean. There's no question that there's gonna be charges. This shit wouldn't even made the news. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't. Have, it would like oh okay, two two black men, two black men uh, killed a white man, white woman, and that was the fact that the DA stepped in. Like here's so this is a, here's what I don't understand because I'm not this is in this case I'm not even shitting on the cops because they took directive from their boss which is the DA this is a rare instance where it's where it's actually not the police on site's fault they were told by their supervisors and their superiors no you're not doing that so this is all on the DA oh, yeah. I don't understand how what your former job used to be can protect you in the future like I don't understand that. 
Like, because that happens in no other career, right? Like, if you're a doctor and you retire, you can't then administer anesthesia or even treat patients, right? Not if you're a nurse, a you can't, you don't have, you know what I mean? You don't have a license. If you retire, like, I don't know, like, maybe, maybe I'm thinking something, like, I'm assuming you can't just keep doing that shit that you used to do. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. just, that you're retired, you're done. You, the, from, from my understanding, right, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, John, because a lot of this stuff, like I've, I've looked it over, but like I haven't done the deep dive in it because I'm trying to like keep a positive mindset and like just keep, you know what I mean, and not go back into like the ranting Ben that that was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had a couple outbursts, but even that wasn't political because it was just like, yo, this is this is clearly wrong. Like from what I understand, they went back to they saw him, went back to the houses, grabbed their gun, and then pursued him, right? Like yeah, that's what that's what I've understood, right? So that's that's what, so that's that's what you read. That's what I understood because we we've talked about this even before this. Because even before this, like the whole thing that went viral on Facebook was that whole pandemic thing, where like the conspiracy theory that this was all Anthony Fauci's making because of mm-hmm. a former secretary, whatever, all that whole thing. And then like literally the next day it was this Ahmad Arbery thing, dude. Like when it first happened, like I thought it had just happened. Like I was like, oh, okay, of course another black person gets killed by white people. Cool, all right. That's just that's every day in every day in the South. Let's just move too. on. It sounds casual and it sounds crass, and I'm sorry, but that's just what it is. Like it's like, and I don't. Here's the thing: when I say right now, I don't expect them to get convicted because the DA is going to put their thumb on the scale and be like, "Yo, I know this person," and they'll they'll find a way because they're already attacking the victim. Like, I don't I don't see the news talking about how uh what what uh what Facebook groups they belong to. You know what I mean? Finding video of the McMichaels. I don't see them talking about the actual murderers in this case in the same way. Like, I don't see any articles from USA Today going balls deep into the McMichaels history or anything like that. I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not seeing that being shared on Facebook. I'm not seeing no left, even, I'm not seeing a left-wing person, you know what I mean, outing them like in the way Candace Owens is trying to protect her her money and her investment into and, and white people's ignorance and to her, and to her own ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not seeing that aspect of it. So you want to say that the media's all trying to conspire a race war? No, dude, it's not a race war. And if it is, one side's clearly getting away with with war crimes, a hundred percent of the fucking time. What are we talking about? It's not even it's not even debatable, right? And they get away with it just like George Bush got away, whatever. They they just they get away with whatever the fuck they want to get away with, and then it's just like the oh you shouldn't have made me do that. Hey, bitch, I'm not in a domestic violence relationship. You're not just gonna tell me. You shouldn't have made me do it. You're not gonna punch me in the face, and I gotta be just okay with it. Nah, man, that's not I'm not rocking with that. Fuck out of here. But that DA you talk about, I got more to say, and how and how uh, they might not even be charged. I mean, she's yep. got she's got a history, right? Yes. Of stepping yes, in. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so talk about that. if you don't know this DA, yeah, this DA, I think her name is Jackie Johnson, right? I'm putting her. I don't give a fuck. I'm pretty sure her name is Jackie Johnson. Um, there was three years, two years ago, there was a cop that murdered his wife and her friend. But uh, I'm not going to say their names because, I, you know, what I mean, victims don't deserve that kind of shit. With multiple times, this police officer, a former police officer, I think it was like a lieutenant, showing aggression. It was aggravated stalking. I was actually in a restaurant pointing a pointing an air like there made her made his gun, made his hand into the former gun saying he's going to kill them. All charges were there were never any charges filed. If they were, he was allowed to be bonded out because he was a former police officer. He worked, you know what I mean. He worked for them again. Like 
are and these are the situations that frustrate me where like the blue wall and the blue and that blue shit comes in because these are the people that are making your jobs harder and make people not trust you and then you defend them and then you give them you give them loopholes you give them caveats you give them excuses like this guy had another issue with another i guess it was like some a lady by the name of Car- Carolyn or Coralyn Small mm-hmm. who was killed it was him and his partner same guy that killed his wife is in jail for life now um, same like it was. They were in a slow. This real shit. What the, what the article said. They were in a slow speed chase yeah. with Carlin's mom. I guess like right she there. left her car and drive, left the car and drive, and they shot her and killed her. Like she didn't have a gun. Like it was like a slow speed. So like they literally they ran up to the car, and like shot her and killed her. Right. Like again, these are all like little bits and pieces because mm-hmm. the police is investigating themselves. We're not getting the full story. Right. So you kind of have to put pieces in together because. When you when you're investigating yourself, you're you're obviously gonna make shit look, and even then they couldn't make stuff look look good for them. So he kills his wife, eh, whatever. Shows multiple times of stalking before that. Shows every sign that he's mentally unstable, all fucked up in the head. Multiple abuse allegations. They covered it up, covered it up, covered, and he ends up killing his wife. That's directly on Jackie Johnson because she literally was the one to go. Now we're not gonna charge him. We're gonna bond him out. Two days later, I think May seventeenth, he was bonded. May nineteenth, he killed her. Yeah, you know what that, I'm saying like, and then, good. No, that Not yeah, good. he uh, after that slow speed chase incident, uh, he then he, after that got promoted to lieutenant. So he stayed on the force. Yep. Got promoted. Um, when he went to that restaurant, I think it was a pizza joint. He or, there was already a restraining order because he had he was going through a divorce. Um, and yep. there was a restraining order that he wasn't supposed to be around there. So he shows up to the restaurant, makes an order, sits for like 20 minutes and he made the, the gun sign with his fingers. But what I, I said, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But what, what I read also was that because he's connected and he's has buddies on the force still, uh, he cool. calls them to kind of corroborate his, his side of the story that I, I ordered and I, and I, and I, she was there and then I waved or said hi to someone in the restaurant, even though that there were witnesses, yep. at least three witnesses to include the, you know, his ex-wife's former wife's boyfriend, uh, who said, no, he made the gun sign and, you know, he said he, he was threatening them and the dude just nonchalantly, you know, he, that same, the, the same day that he murdered, he murdered them. He went to the store bought a shotgun, walked up to the, walked up to their place. And, and, uh, I think they, he, but he rushed the boyfriend and killed him. And then he mm-hmm. went to, to the room where his wife was. And with, I, I believe it was just one shot with, with one shot. He, I mean, it's a shotgun. Um, he, he yeah. killed her as well. And then he called his sister and said, it's done. Yeah. I killed him. That that's, that's the kind of person that this DA was, uh, was defending was protect and yeah. and the same thing is happening with yeah. mcmichaels now with our with uh, ahmaud arbery because yeah. let, let's let's be realistic right like this da knows the da that's going to investigate it they law enforcement and and all that shit really like to look silly and look stupid and look embarrassed that's why that that bitch of a lady from from when they see us um mm-hmm. the one that the the central park fire when even yeah. now she's still like she sued uh, Ava, Ava DuVernay because of the document because of the show, she's uh, she lost immediately, got thrown out. But he, well, I think I lost you. 
Okay. All right, bear with us for just a second. We are having some technical difficulties, so we'll be back in a minute. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So for the uh, yep. technical difficulties, probably because Benjamin was going on a rant, 
and the internet decided not today. My uh, my FBI agent was like, you know what, Ben, that's enough. That's enough out of you. Um, but yeah, man. So and then another situation with the Glen County shit, they had two police chiefs and two like sergeants turn themselves in for dealing drugs. Again, this is not. This is not the clean. Uh, this is actually one of those instances where the cops on duty wanted to do the right thing. Right. Right. Like this isn't an indictment because this it goes back to not all cops are bad. Just there's bad cops. Um, they they want to do the right thing. The DA said no. I just I don't understand. Like, what story did that DA? I, like, I, don't, I need to see a press conference where that DA gets asked. Like, what story did McMichael tell you to justify him not being arrested? Like, what was his story? Was it was it oh uh. He looked like a suspect who was breaking in. Was it, you know what I mean? What? Because they've changed their story multiple times from everything we've read, right? So first it was like, oh, he he was he was suspicious. It was this person. It was that. Like what? 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 If any of those reasons was justifiable justifiable enough for Ahmad Arbery to not go home that day and be murdered, right? Like other than him being black, like what? What reason did did they have for following him? No, I mean they they don't. We and we talked. We talked about this offline. I don't think we mentioned it on the show. This is the first time we talk about it. But you see someone walking down the street, or maybe that someone supposedly looks like someone that broke into a, a construction site or a house. And so you then decide to arm yourselves, get a third person to record mm-hmm. you, and then follow this guy. Yep. And and then and you that mean, sounds premeditated. Right, you follow this guy, and then you get out of the car, and then you approach him, and he's not doing anything to you. You're not a goddamn cop. No. What are you making a citizen's arrest? Nope. And then, yeah, that's can't that's do that premeditated. Either. You go in there and arm yourself, and you hunt this guy down. That's I don't care how they want to paint it, how how they want to you know portray the story, but that's that's what happened. Not only that, like you said, it's, I thought this just happened recently. It's happened three months ago. So we would we wouldn't yep. know. We wouldn't know unless that person nope. that uh, radio personality released the video and and we're talking about it now otherwise this would have just been yep. swept under the rug and no one hears about it 100% like and and the back to the sentences of argument look i was a security guard for i want to say 5 years as a citizen you really and and my, and Frank, I mean our, our boy Frank talked about it like sentences of arrest is complete and utter bullshit unless you see somebody in a direct threatening situation you have no right to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you, unless you have, like, you see somebody basically being beaten up and you hold them down, and even and even then it's a sketchy, sketchy situation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, this this whole citizen, this whole narrative that they had that they have any, you don't, as a, as a security guard, you can't even hold somebody beyond, like, that, that wants to go. Like, even if you see them committing a crime, all you do is observe and report. If you thought, if the McMichael thought these people, this guy was guilty of something you pers- first of all you should be presumed innocent in this country right you shouldn't you shouldn't just be hey oh he's clearly doing something you call the cops like hey look there's a suspicious person like look, look man i've done it like my neighbor neighbor one day we came home and they were like shooting a bunch of shit with like cars we didn't recognize i didn't then go over there with my gun because i because i have a gun and find out what was going on you know what i did i called the cops i was like hey, look there's a suspicious vehicles over here we don't quite recognize them. You know what I mean? Never seen them more. Because, again, I have eight neighbors. I know all the cars in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? And they were, like, at the back of the property. I, like, I don't know who they are. And we called. Like, that was it. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not fucking 
a super. I'm not gonna go out there because you don't know. Right. Like the thing is, here's here's my question, right? Let's say Ahmad Arbery was armed and he killed both of them. What happens? Then what happens? Like you th- you think he gets the benefit of the doubt? You think that video comes to light? I right. bet you that story becomes a very different situation, right? Because yeah, he, he's essentially he gets he's fucked either way. If he wasn't armed, yeah. these guys these guys hunt him down, but they're trying to paint it as oh well he was breaking into the house and we went out and they're not they're not reporting it as he's he was hunted down. They're reporting as they're protecting the neighborhood or he, he was someone suspicious breaking into people's houses. But like you said, if he was yep. armed, they would spin the narrative the same way to favor these two dudes, right? Because of the DA is who the yep. DA is and he worked for her before. Now he's retired. But it would be spun the same way. Yep. If he shoots them, it's not going to be self-defense because the same scenario plays nope. out. They went after him. But if he had a gun and he shot him and yep. he defended himself, they wouldn't be spinning it that way. It would still be this guy murders yep. father and son in cold blood or whatever, however you want to put these these headlines up. This, this, uh, this suspected... Yeah, the suspected arm... Ro- or the suspected robber or burglar kills father and son. Right. No. Look, wrote the headline for you. Done. Like... To to spin it and to and this and this isn't disingenuous too to spin it as oh this is gonna be a race war and all this again it that always becomes the narrative when it's a minority being a victim right like you have the guy Dylan Roof that literally goes I'm doing this because it's a race war that's I I I cannot for the life of me think of a situation where it's been one of us right me and you we're both Hispanic mm-hmm. that that thinks oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start killing black people because they're taking over or i'm gonna kill mexicans because it uh, can you hear me i'll go fuck it i can hear you fine but you're frozen pixelation happened yeah that's fine that's happened i have shitty uh, terrible internet you know what i mean like it doesn't happen in a situation where where we think well we got to go kill black people or white people because they're taking our jobs or uh, mexican or any like that doesn't happen right like that that in what i've seen so far historically it's been a white person that gets outraged that they're losing to, losing something to another. You know what I mean? Like Dylan Roof with killing the eight people. That that that's the race war that you want to talk about. That's fine. But again, like it's don't use it as a defense and as an argument to say that it's inciting a race war when a guy was just going for a jog, did nothing wrong. The police investigated it, and the only reason these two guys aren't arrested is because they, his their ties to the DA. That's it. That's it. Because the cops on site and on duty thought they did something wrong. Right. Your your former job. Look, we can. I can talk about this shit for your former job should not affect what you do in the future. And that happened here. Like, uh, there was a guy who there was a former cop, older guy who went to a, who had who got into an argument in a movie theater. Right. Went back. Went to his car. Came back and killed the guy sitting in the movie theater. And I think he got. I think I don't. I didn't follow the case till the end. But I think he got off. Like I don't, I don't think they charged. Like they got into an argument. The guy threw popcorn at him because he, they were on their phone with the with the babysitter because they were like they went to the movies during the day on the phone with the babysitter. The, the older guy got got upset, went back, and these were like white people. They was like both people were white. Um, went back to their car, went went to his car, came back and shot him in the chest and like right next to his wife, and like threw it like it was it's. You know what I mean? Like nothing, but nothing. Like it took forever for the trial to go through, and I think they ended up like dropping. I don't know what ended up. It's just because it's so many times, dude. It's hard to keep track of all these crimes. But your former job should not dictate. You know what I mean? Like that's so stupid to me, bro. That's so dumb. 
Yeah, but like, this goes John, to like, this, this, the job, right? this this goes to like this DA. What other things is she letting go on? Because it's not just cover up. Yeah, because yeah. this is the big one that we heard, but then you know something else happened before that, right? Like the slow speed chase for this one particular, uh, for the for for the guy that shot his. His wife. His I mean, wife. like, what else is this DA yep. letting go that we haven't heard of? Just like we wouldn't have heard of this yep. if it hadn't been released by a third party. It's. Yep. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I got, I got a, I got a question for you because I don't, I don't want to end it. I don't want to end it on such a heavy topic, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not gonna do like a random top five because our brains aren't no? set in that mold right now. But. Is public subs the greatest sub of all time? I will be honest with you and say I haven't had a public sub in, I don't even remember what they taste like. I will tell you that the greatest pizza I've had of all time is from this same supermarket that has a Starbucks in it. And they have a little bar and all that stuff. Oh, the one that you always get mad about? The one that you get mad about because of the baristas, you snobby bastard. No, no, no. That, that's I don't get mad at the baristas at this Starbucks in this in this in the supermarket. No, it's at an actual standalone okay. Starbucks that's inside like a bank or this building. Oh, okay, downtown. gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck those baristas. Uh, thanks for the reminder. Uh, no, the yeah, no pizza problem. is amazing, man. Like because they they get all the ingredients from the market there, so the pepperoni, the sausage, all that stuff. The cheese, it's it's fresh, it's it's delicious. My kids don't understand how apparently what good pizza is because how good I, they have it. My fault. How good is, they have it's it. It's my yeah. fault, right? They they've been used to you failed Domino's yeah. or Pizza Hut or something, and we we've, we've had pizza from other places, but I think that that's what right. they think the epitome of great pizza is: Domino's or Pizza Hut. It's like no, you don't. That's they so don't bad. appreciate when mm. I taste that pizza. I lost my fucking mind in that in that supermarket. I was like, "What is this?" I in Strongsville, Ohio. Did you stare at it? Did you like examine it? Like, I was looking at it. These like, enormous the pieces of like is... sausage and pepperoni and the, the gooey cheese and and I couldn't believe yeah. my eye. Like my taste buds were just yeah. I don't know about public subs. I'm not a fan of subs Dude, in general, but that pizza is delicious. Supermarket I'm, pizza. I'm, you're, you're, I'm, about, I'm about to go get one after we're done with this show right here. Um. Dude, the best pizza I had was in best pizza I've ever had was in St. Pete in this little like this little shopping center with like a Publix attached to it. Uh-huh. I, I, we're we're walking out and I think I don't know why we went to this place. We had never been there before. I gotta just check this one out. And we're walking out and there's like 15, 20 people coming out of this like little hole in the wall. You know what I mean? Like the glass the glass pane windows. Yeah. And everybody's coming out with like pizza boxes and, and chicken wings. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And we looked at the menu. It was like, it's a pizza place. There's a little, hole, like, literally hole in the wall, dude. Like, imagine a subway. You know how subways are always like narrow as shit. Mm-hmm. Imagine a, like that, right? But it's a, they have like a bar in there, and they have like the kitchen in the back. We got a pizza from there, and we got like, because my wife doesn't eat pork, right? So I got half half pepperoni, half cheese. It is unquestioned. It's like large slices, but it's, it's thin. There's thinner slices, mm-hmm. but large slices, unquestionably the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Like without like I'm thinking about going down this weekend and getting 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 a slice, bro. And mind you, St. Pete now for me lives it's about an hour, an hour and ten minutes away. If they're open, because restaurants should be open by now. Cause I'm just gonna pick it up and like eat it in the parking lot. Not not the whole pizza because I'm just eating a slice. So that's absurd. I just I still have to drive home, I'd probably die. 
and like just drive off the bridge and shit from a food coma. But, it, but is it? But absurd? I'm fucking that up. But bro. is it? Is it that absurd? I don't know. It, Look, pizza pizza that, gets pizza's a, pizza's a slippery slope, right? Pizza is one of those. Right, pizza is one of those. Yeah, yeah. Pizza is one of those foods that like I should. I, I'm only gonna have two slices. Then before you know it, you just you kept eating because it's so good. Uh, it's, and there's only two slices. It gets, left it gets in the dangerous. Box. Yeah, it does. Yeah, exactly. No, that, look, that's what it I does. miss about. Uh, I miss that. Uh, we fucking got me talking about food. I miss that about Korea, and even when we were in Europe for like that that trip in the summer. But Korea, one, it was really cheap to eat, and it's not like in the U.S. Like most of the places you go here, yeah, you'll, you'll see some mom and pop restaurants, but you'll you see a lot of chains. And when we were in Korea, it was just right. restaurant after restaurant, but they're just. Uh, oh, like mom and pop. you know, mom and pop shops, and that was yep. some of the best food I had. Like I didn't, go, we didn't go to some chain restaurant. We went to these just mom and pop restaurants. And when you go into you know the bigger cities too, like Seoul, where it's just so crowded, but the restaurants are everywhere. Like you, and they're probably as narrow as as those subways, right? Because there's there's this right. they build vertically, so you have these these restaurants that are right next to each other, and oh, the best food I've ever had. Some of the best food I've ever had is so damn. I, I miss it. You got me talking best. about talking about shitty subs and public subs. No man, that's some that's some of the best eating we Lost probably him. did. You lost audio. The best meal I ever had. Yeah, I lost audio for a second. The best meal I've ever had 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 on our honeymoon. Uh, we went to because mind you, we hadn't we had been in Europe a couple of weeks already. Mm-hmm. We, went, we had been to to Barcelona, to Spain, yeah. and then we went to the Azores, right? He sets of islands off the coast of Portugal. Yeah. So we go to this restaurant. They hadn't opened it. They opened at eight. We got there at like seven fifty. But I thought like their dinner was at eight. You know what I mean? So we get there and they're still like cleaning up and getting the things ready because people don't eat till like nine ten o'clock at night. It's very fucking weird. Yeah. I don't understand no. that at all in Europe. It's fucking weird. So we're sitting there and then we we have like. I forgot what we ordered. We have like this black belly fish, right? And it's it's like a platter, right? Where it comes with like four different types of potatoes, like red, white. I think it was like a purple potato. Like it was, just, I don't know. It's fucking delicious. This black belly fish, me and my wife, because it's like the size of the table. Not, it's a smaller table though. Like imagine something like, it's like this big, right? But it's like this thick. Dude, it is unquestionably the best meal I've ever had in my life. And we don't even like seafood like that. Oh my god! It was abs- and it was like a mom and pop. It was delicious, bro. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. We I just were- didn't want to end it on fucking no. Dep- we were in Valencia. Ass- we were in Valencia. Murders. And we had uh, paella, two types of paella, like the Valenciana, yep. like the Val- and that's where paella supposedly originated from in Valencia. And um, yeah, and then we had the seafood paella, and I don't eat seafood. Mel loves seafood. I'm not a fan of seafood, but I had it. And I mean, one of them was the the non seafood one with was with a uh, rabbit, I believe, and and other meat. Mm-hmm. But then the seafood one was surprisingly delicious. It was so good. But yeah. you're you're along the coast, right? That seafood is fresh. You're not buying. You're not having yep. paella in Nebraska in the middle of the cornfields. Um, plus, you know, yeah, everyone, ex- everyone else, er- everywhere else except the U.S., they cook with flavor, not just salt and pepper. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It's a different. Like, you have to leave the. You, try different restaurants, if, you know, or if you leave the U.S., you don't. If you, for for your brother, I know he's not just sticking to chain restaurants or shitty defect food. No, definitely uh, not. So I'm sure he's out there like trying 
and experimenting with the food and then it's well not right now awesome. well japan shut down basically it was I'm sure they're, they're not even leaving the post down. yeah oh for sure all right my brother i think we go wrap it up there talk about food because i'm hungry as fuck perfect now. time i'm about to go eat too <laughs> we talked to... yeah all right my brother catch you next time we'll do it wednesday maybe tuesday who knows we'll figure this shit out i'll holla at you my man all right man hey before we go if you guys are still holding on there's still some just make sure that you share this with your friends like if you, you like yep. listening like to, share and subscribe if you like listen to the show and for whatever reason you like watching this dude's big ass set on your screen uh i'm literally the entire send, screen though ain't send I? the link i'm the yeah, entire screen you're the entire screen send the link forward it to your friends right. share subscribe to the youtube channel on the uh, podcasting platforms um make benjamin's dream come true because my dreams have been killed by my dogs and my kids but he wants to blow up he wants to be the next uh big youtuber he wants to be the next logan paul paul you, but the panamanian logan paul no uh no, so no, not doing that at all be the next PewDiePie. Not, i'm not going to a haunted field uh, in japan let's uh nope. let's make it happen for him let's go with like brendan shaw brian callen because i'm brendan shaw with brian callen you're right i birthed you